0: We are out here, Tag. fuck y'all talking about. Tag. Sophisticated ignorance, are y'all fucking crazy?
1: That's a fact, talk that shit! Cra- Yo, y'all get me tight. Like I be out this here trying to be, be humble. Let's be not I'm get drunk. fucking crazy, sophisticated ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: everybody, what's good? Welcome to Sophisticated Ignorance. This is your boy Vixen J. And today on the blank, blank, blank day of quarantine, uh, we have a special guest for the last episode of the year. Look at that. I finally managed to get somebody to be on the mic and talk with me. Uh, this is my good friend, Reverne. Oh, what would you like to be referred to as? Do you have a Ro-V. nickname? Rovi. Ro-V. Okay, Rovi. So, uh, this is my good friend, Rovi. Uh, we've known each other for a long time and she has adamantly requested to be the new co-host of this podcast. Wow. Um... This is the trial run. We shall see what happens. We're, nothing has been signed. It nothing sounds, has been, sounds good. Nothing has been set in stone, but I think based on this conversation, you all will determine whether she has the chops, you know? So please, um, talk to us about who you are and what you do. I know this is very formal. It doesn't have to be. I just, tell people about yourself.
1: Well, my name is Rovi. Mm-hmm. I am a foreign medical graduate. Pop, pop. Pop, pop! I'm working on becoming the best foot and ankle surgeon. Oh, baby! In Miami, Florida.
0: So, uh, Miami people listening, if you're if you've got some foot problems, i feel bad for you, son.
1: You could hit me. Wow, you can hit me up. Um, there will be a great level of care. How long have we known each other?
0: Ooh, define too long.
1: Too long. Wow. No, I'm a joking. We, I'm we've, joking. We've Definitely had a life. A
0: life. Uh, we've had a lot of ups and downs. No, I, you know, I don't even like when people say that, because it's problematic.
1: You know,
0: we, we, we peaks, have and valleys. peaks and valleys. <laughs> we've had some peaks and valleys. We've known each other from our church years. Um, that was a long time ago, when we were children. We were very young.
1: It's been years ago. Let's not do that. Yeah.
0: Why are we murmuring the years? <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other from when we were young. We went to church together, and ever since then, we've been... Well, we've been good people to each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually glad that we reconnected. Yes, me too. So, you know, we can definitely build and grow and be the best partnership ever.
0: Right, be the best version of you, ourselves.
1: You're the best person in my and life. Right you're, now.
0: And you and you're going to be hearing a lot of this from Rovi, but uh, someone is evolving, aren't they?
1: I am evolved. That's the hashtag. You know what? I've definitely evolved, you know, I haven't even came at you when you called me the queen of the block, but here we are.
0: Queen of the block. What I, do you mean? I,
1: I, I've never blocked anyone in my life. Oh, queen
0: of the block block. The oh, blo- that's not, what you mean.
1: not hitting the block.
0: Not like Jenny. Not no, like Jenny
1: not, not parking lot pimping on the block. No, <laughs> like queen of the block block you on Insta, block you on Twitter, block you on.
0: But I'm a huge advocate for block delete report.
1: I love blocking people. And you know that.
0: Would you have to take it to a next level?
1: No, no, no. It, it helps me in my mental space. That and do not disturb. That mm. definitely helps me. D&D? Yeah, it helps me to just take a step back and focus on myself. Gotcha. Because if I get too involved in the rabbit hole and I get in the sunken place, I never get out. <laughs> no, I, I do that to myself all the time. I sit at home and I'm fine from 9 to 5, 3 o'clock in the morning. Here comes the overthinking.
0: Oh, I'm an overthinker, too. Look at us. Bonding. Yeah, cheers to that. But, um. so yes, thank you, Roby, for joining me today on this last episode of the year. Man, 2020, we're not even going to get into the recap, because for those of you who have lived it, you already know what happened. We don't need to talk about it. I don't want to be one of those shows where it's like, all right, guys, let's recap the year. It's too traumatic.
1: This has definitely been... A traumatic year. It's
0: been a lot. It's going to
1: be a lot of PTSD from it.
0: Right, big PTSD vibes. And I mean, look, as I said, we, we've all been there. Kobe, Chadwick, racial injustice, You know, I should have known from the
1: start, from January on, we should have known.
0: You know, every January, some level of fuckery?
1: We should have known.
0: Every January.
1: And I was like, you know what? This is going to be my year. This will be my year. That was
0: your first mistake. <laughs> your first mistake was saying, this is my year. Never claimed the year.
1: This, I was so excited for this year. I was like, guess what? I'm waking up, I'm evolving. (laughs) I'm that little woman who steps over and leaves all the baggage on the stairs. Oh God, not that And I'm moving on to 2020. Brand spanking new. And guess, guess what? she what? had
0: to, Guess what she had to do, walk right back.
1: She went right back to 2019.
0: She's two step back into 2019 <laughs> and that door was closed. Oh baby, she got no choice. She
1: went right back, baby father problems, <laughs> she right, running. She didn't even wait. Bag lady was back and I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all. 2020 was a
0: whirlwind. Yes, it was. Though from the outside it was a whirlwind, for me personally, it was one of my better years because of the things i was able to accomplish but outside big trash big trash
1: i have to say that yeah
0: yeah and i think a lot of people um and i've been telling a lot of people this where it's like you know despite the craziness of you know the year focus on you know your personal wins and focus on the things that you're grateful for like this is definitely a year of gratefulness right because a lot of things have happened and we're still here most of us are still breathing, you know, for all the lives that were lost. Definitely. We have to be grateful for the stuff that grateful we did gain. And yeah, you know, I mean, this is just 2020 is just a big lesson. And 2021, I'm not claiming anything. <laughs> uh, I've already said, uh, New Year, same me. Wow. Is that New Year, new me? No, because. I'm first, still going to hold on to that. Don't do that.
1: I'm, you know, I, it can't happen twice.
0: It's you can't
1: <laughs> roll a six twice, okay? You cannot.
0: It's not going to happen. You twice. remember rollover minutes? Remember those? Remember in the past where you had enough minutes and you had to roll over? This, I don't want that for twenty twenty one. I don't think so. I don't want twenty twenty one to be the sequel to this year.
1: Twenty twenty was such an eye opening experience. I think anything will be better. Please don't do that. All right. Let See, me, you're drinking it. Let me it. knock on the wood. You're, you're jinxing I, it. You know what? It's so funny. I'm so optimistic about this because twenty twenty forced me to reevaluate myself before Mm. I never meditated right I never prayed true you know I was into the church but I I didn't pray as much you know my my spirituality just increased my focus with God increased my meditation increased my self-awareness increased you know so it it made me refocus on myself and my self-care what I will put up with what I won't put up with like I figured out what my challenges are and think that I'm good at so it, it has it's honed in on my natural abilities so I'm optimistic that my natural abilities have been honed on mm-hmm. I can carry it over to 2021 I can bounce back
0: it sounds like all the abilities you got from December 21st really just you know honed in and kicked in
1: what was your superpower
0: um you know um, <laughs> my superpower I feel was to detect rudeness Wow. Yeah, very like my rudeness detector, just spot on.
1: That doesn't sound like a superpower. I mean, I'm not
0: changing the world, but I'm protecting my peace.
1: Yeah, you know, flying, mind reading, healing powers. Well, I mean, we
0: don't have the choices and the abilities that we get.
1: That's so true. That's so true. It's not the... Well, my power sucks if it's just honing on to my abilities. I would like to, like, just blow up things with my mind blow know? up things with yeah. your
0: mind gotcha
1: straight off heroes
0: no big villain that's that's a big villain no no no
1: mentality. heroes it's all on how you frame it
0: oh okay I see context <laughs> context is everything
1: context is the key all
0: right well I'm glad that you didn't blow up anything on the 21st
1: I mean there's some things that do need to be blown up such as um not to be all you know, environmental, but there's a lot of landfill waste that we do need to blow up. Mm. That is attacking our ozone. Okay. Like, no, seriously.
0: You're you're on Captain Planet Squad right now.
1: Definitely, that. You know, I'm an Earth sign, right? Oh, here we go. <laughs> you do know that.
0: Let's not bore our audience with our signs, shall we? <laughs> Let's not. All you have to know, audience, is that she's a Virgo and mm. I'm a Sagittarius. Wow. And we, are, and we don't
1: mix well. We are a couple. <laughs>
0: a, we are odd couple through and through, but that's all you need to know. We're not going to dive into <laughs> moons and other... We don't have the time. I mean... We don't have the time. <laughs> we have gone through constant back and forth about our signs and you natal know, charts and all it's, these it's things. Your,
1: it's you fighting the fact that you are a Virgo moon. That puts you that I'm in that predicament, going. but it's fine. Please
0: don't slatter me on my podcast. I won't. Okay? We don't need this.
1: It's okay. I won't. I don't need anyone I, we're to We're not going to go there. Let's not. Unless, you know, there's a need for it.
0: Okay. Well, I don't want my audience knowing that I'm the V word. Mm. That's just... It, it goes against my reputation. Okay. Thank you so much. Pulling back. All right. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Let's get into our word of the week. So... Rovi, you shall go first. Tell us about, wrap up your week in, in a word thus far. Serenity. Serenity, wow. What, what would make you use that word?
1: I actually had a week where I did nothing. I came to Brooklyn, came back home. I told few people that I was coming back, and that allowed me to actually do nothing, and just been in serenity.
0: But you told me you were coming back.
1: Yeah, but see, um, you occupy with your own life, you know?
0: Mm, I see.
1: In regards to, like sometimes when I was up here and I was working, I say I get off from Queens Hospital Center, and I'll say, oh, I'm taking four days off, whatever, I'm gonna chill at home, never happens. I need a friend to come out to help her, Or I need another friend who doesn't have a car and I got to help them out. Mm. And they know that I'm off. So I've learned to not speak so much of my free time because my free time is not my free time. Because everyone thinks as though it's their currency as well. Gotcha. So being able to just kind of sneak off and come back and just, and I did absolutely nothing. Don't ask me what I did. I did nothing. I woke up at 1 p.m. Versus 6 a.m. Yes, it, it, it really was great for me. I, I mean,
0: you work hard, to be fair.
1: I do. I do.
0: We need to start working smart. And I don't know how to do that in your
1: profession. <laughs> so. um, working smart for me would be... Um,
0: hiring an assistant. Boom. I don't
1: know about hiring an assistant. See, where I am professionally, I don't know if I want to... I had big dreams of opening my own hospital. Mm.
0: Um,
1: having great... You know, employees coming in, but I have to find a good retail space. Mm-hmm. Do I, What location do I want to be in? Do I want to be in New York? Do I want to be in Florida? Do I want to be in Arizona? I don't really know. And I also don't know if I could heal the world. That was my big open experience in high school. I'm going to be this great physician and I'm going to heal everyone and I'm going to touch everyone. But then the world is jaded. You get patients who curse you out.
0: (laughs) I see.
1: You get um, employees who don't really care about your safety or well-being. You also get undermined by authority figures, by, you know, all the time I'm always called a nurse or
0: Mm. I
1: should go get something from the supply closet. Mouser. Yeah, all the time. Oh, can you grab me that saline for the wound that you're dressing? It's the same wound that I know how to dress and the same medication that I know what to prescribe for. But you know what? It's okay. And it's always... uh, a male counterpart because oh, the men's <laughs> the men's it's
0: always the men's
1: the men's well you know y'all ain't shit
0: oh big trash oh <laughs> I'm a huge advocate or M.A.T. Yes. men are trash
1: Ma- whoa there's an acronym I'm an ally okay
0: I'm a huge so there's ally.
1: the M.A.T. movement
0: yes Matt right I'm a big ally of the so M.A.T. so men movement.
1: are trash yes you know Across the color board, men are all trash. Oh,
0: yes. No matter what color spectrum of the toaster trash. you are, yes.
1: But I don't like to, to weed out the 10% that are actually not trash.
0: Right. You of know? course. There is a small percentage of, of rebels that are fighting back against the cause. Like you. Yes. Actively every day.
1: You're, you're a rebel for MAT.
0: I'm a former MAT.
1: You are a former MAT.
0: I'm, I'm fighting for the men aren't trash.
1: So you're reformed.
0: Reformed. There it is.
1: How did that process?
0: Very hard. Because I had to look at myself in the mirror and realize, hey, wait a minute. I'm garbage. And I don't want to be garbage anymore. So how do we stop being garbage?
1: Was it like a 12-step plan? Ooh.
0: Many steps. Okay. Many steps. Unfortunately, I can't change who I am.
1: So are you still inadvertently trash?
0: So we're all trash. Okay. See, see, the MAT movement is a part of a larger umbrella organization that's under the Everybody is Trash, the EIT movement. So the subsections, right?
1: Everybody is trash. Right. Okay. So
0: the the EIT movement, we're all a part of, unfortunately. Um, are That's we? lifetime membership for us. Are we? But the Men are Trash um, you subdivision? Know, subdivision is the largest of the m- many ones. So... Unfortunately for me, I can't escape the EIT, right? But as a former, well, as an actively former member of the MAT movement, um, you know, I am constantly advocating for men not to be trash. And, you know, sometimes I slip back into membership, you know, it depends. Oh,
1: okay. It's like waxing and waning.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Okay, okay. some, Some months I may pay my dues, some months I say no more. Um, but
1: it's great that your membership has such flexibility that you can do that.
0: Big flexibility. You know, sometimes I hit auto renew. Sometimes I don't. I have to constantly keep checking the auto renew and say, nope, not today.
1: Okay. So there's no consequences about.
0: Oh, big consequences. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Because
0: I mean, once I hit that auto renew, then I'm trash. You see how that works?
1: Right, right, right. And the uh, goal
0: is not to be trash.
1: Right, right, right. One
0: right. plus one is two.
1: Right, right, right.
0: We've all went to school. We know what that means.
1: Yeah, I've evolved past that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: The, the woman out trash division is not as big.
1: Um, I don't think um WAT is big as all. It's not WAP, but it's WAT.
0: What What What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mess it with some women ain't trash. <laughs>
0: Well, that's fun. I'm glad that you had a peaceful week. Oh, wow.
1: I, I, I loved it. I lo- I really, I enjoyed it so much. I had breakfast whenever I wanted. Well, look I at didn't you. have any, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb, of course.
0: Okay. You talked about that earlier. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. Big energy. Yes. Big energy. Um, sometimes that gets me in trouble as well, too.
0: Yeah. Because With
1: friends and family. And I understand that. may want to disturb people. You. Yeah. Contact me. But it's out of love. It's out of love. Self-love. Two-way street self-love for me, and it's out of love for people who want to contact me.
0: How is that love?
1: You know, it's good to have people check up on you every day.
0: Oh, no. Well, the people checking up on you, of course, that's a sign of love. But if they can't disturb you, then...
1: But they don't know when I'm on Do Not Disturb, which is also funny. I go on Do Not Disturb, and I don't announce it. But there's big-time energy on like Twitter and Insta. Mm -hmm. I'm going on Do Not Disturb today. Today, don't bother me. And then tweet two seconds later mm. to make sure that somebody does bother me. Well, what,
0: what about <laughs> silence? You can't just go straight silent? Um, is that different from do not disturb?
1: For me, it's a different um, mm. different outlook. I, like, the nail is in when I'm do not disturb. Gotcha. If I'm silent, I will always constantly check my phone and say, is it still silent?
0: Mm, for see. me. I but gotcha. if I know
1: if it's on do not disturb, I don't have to check my phone. But that's all preference.
0: It's all psychological. That's it not, could be. It, it sounds like maybe
1: I didn't um, go across a level that I was supposed to heal from. And I have that do not disturb on for a reason.
0: Mm. It's a deeper meaning.
1: Yeah, it's my comfort. Okay, fair enough. It's my blanket.
0: I respect that. I respect that. I had do not disturb at a point when I was sleeping. Because there's a certain point where it's like, all right, I should not be on this phone.
1: I do that. The, is the bedtime
0: oh yeah I don't that, use the actual that. bedtime thing on yeah the phone I know like? I
1: just program it yeah I
0: program do not disturb from like midnight to like 6 something more or less but anyway um, I have a do not disturb in a while which I probably should because i have constantly being disturbed <laughs> 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 which is so
1: funny but then
0: I disturb myself right Ooh, isn't that deep wow sometimes we disturb ourselves so
1: we ain't shit either right mm, yes Right. that's a
0: subdivision of everybody's trash
1: right yes a, there's a lot of acronyms it's today. a huge
0: it's a systemic it, conglomerate yeah. you know I, I you know it's been established for a long time
1: right but it's true you can be your own worst enemy correct you can and just have this self-inflicting pain every day in your own head i always tell people be careful what you say because when you're by yourself it's your voice that's going in your head
0: oh i thought you were gonna bust into a lyric I thought you were going to say, be careful what you do to me because it might turn around on you.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, that's. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to go there. It
1: sounds like some OBS coming. <laughs> that That's what that sounds like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Straight up. Woo. That is funny. Um, this episode is brought to you by Hot Totties. <laughs> well, diet. Well, <laughs> low, low level Hot toddies. Not- well,
1: it's great. You know what? I'm glad that I told you about the hot toddy.
0: Do- dollar Tree toddies. Wait a
1: minute. <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> dollar Dollar toddies, if you will. <laughs> you know,
1: I'm fake bougie. <laughs> but I love me a Dollar Tree. But this is this is a okay. Um, hot toddy. Um, I I enjoyed it. Okay.
0: It's really great. It's it's perfect time for the holidays.
1: It is. It is having this with a fireplace and. Mm. Do people watch this U-Log thing? I don't.
0: There's like 10-hour U-Log videos on YouTube. I can't do that. Waste of time. Waste of Wi-Fi. Not, I'm not doing I,
1: that. I can't do that. But yeah,
0: that's a bit too much. For I
1: it. like to, I want to say U-Log, but I'll have a movie in the background mm. just as background noise, but I'll still also play my soundbar with every holiday anthem you could think of.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I have to have a holiday playlist these days,
1: and also I have to make sure I have the holiday playlist, and I have to subsequently slide in my mother's Kwanzaa playlist because you know she's Kwanzaa. a big she's a big advocate for Kwanzaa.
0: I did not know that for cultural heritage. No, I know of I know about Kwanzaa, but I didn't know your mom specifically. Yeah, is big Kwanzaa. Energy. Wow, that's very Wakanda. That, of her. Let
1: me write that down so I can. Um,
0: very Wakanda of her. I, I like that.
1: She. This is BC before. Wakanda. She's yep. always done every type of, like, within the church, mm-hmm. Culture Heritage Week. She'll do the Kwanzaa, and then she'll do the Family Night to end off. You know, do the Habarigani, like the Kanara. It's just, she's mm- always, she's made Umid- me. Umija? Umija is this one? Unity. <laughs> you, 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 you know I was there Ujima, we're gonna go there all right
0: jamba what kind of forever let's just wrap it up like that there it is
1: but yeah I, it's it's funny now that even a few years back they started with the concert crawl for um in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. but oh, now, yes covid
0: yeah you can't crawl anywhere
1: I mean can they do a virtual
0: I think they did do a virtual one a virtual Kwanzaa thing where they like had black businesses um support and kind of definitely of we
1: have to keep the black businesses going got to because nobody else is going to support us but us facts seriously
0: oh no i'm big i'm big support black business all day all day um even even some of the black businesses i reached out to for the podcast i've big them up definitely i bought all this stuff i have a candle i bought the sweatshirt I...
1: you know i love candles
0: oh yeah yeah. Oh. Aphrodite
1: candle co. Oh my God, aromatherapy just it does something to. Aphrodite
0: me. Aphrodite candle co. That's
1: hot toddies and aromatherapy. Ah.
0: Shout outs to the affiliate friend of the show. Oh, Look at, look at us having affiliate friends.
1: <laughs> ah, I need to get me some. Give me all. all right. I spent all my money on candles.
0: I will. I will link you up with the.
1: Uh, I'm. I'm stuck with Yankee candles. Guess oh. who
0: makes those? Oh, the whites. <laughs> oh, we don't do the whites around here. Yan- KKK KKK candles. Wow,
1: wow. Okay, we're not gonna do that because I really like pink sands and I want to. That's continue. what they. That's what they want <laughs> you. To like,
0: okay, you've been indoctrinated. Okay. Get your sense up, sis. I really like the pink Get, get your third sense on. And okay? I
1: love aromatherapy from Bath & Body Works, so I can't say no. Turn on
0: your seventh sense, okay? Wow. You got to wow. be woke out here.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Here we go.
0: Big hot tip in.
1: All right, MAT. Anyway, can I get to my word? I didn't even get to my word yet. What's
0: your word? My word of the week is family. Um Aww. You know, I got to go to my mom's house for the holidays. That was a great experience. Granted, you know, flying and COVID and all that stuff is just boo-boring, but um, it was worth it. It was my first trip in a long time. I can't remember the last time i have been on a plane. Really? Yeah, I can't remember the you last time. You wasn't on
1: I've... a plane for 2020?
0: Not really. I had nowhere really to fly. So, yeah, this is my first and only flight. Because um, initially I wanted to drive down to Florida, but then, um, you know, with the time crunch kind of being what it was, we decided that flying would be quicker and just... More
1: yeah instead. it'll take a while for you to get down there. yeah because you know and then you have to come back right yeah. i mean
0: obviously yes yeah. <laughs> yes one has to come back <laughs> but anyway yes yeah. so family family would be the word for me and you know i'm just happy that i was able to see my mom and wrap up the year on a good note and here we are we're wrapping up the year. so speaking of that let's get into our here for it over it segment uh, so yes, uh, for those of you who are aware, here for an over it, are, we talk about things that we are either here for or over in our personal lives or in social media or everywhere. So hmm. I guess I'll start. Uh, one thing I'm here for this week as we wrap up the year, um, I'm here for all the people who are in tune with just kind of manifesting you know, what they want for the new year. Not resolutions, we don't do that anymore. But just manifesting good things for the new year. Okay. Um, Talking about, you know, I'm going to manifest, you know, positive vibes and new jobs and opportunities or just, you know, peace and all that stuff. I think that's good. It's a good sentiment to kind of wrap up this year, throw this one in the trash and say, all right, we are entering a new space or a new year with uh, a little bit of clarity. I like that. That's fun.
1: Sounds good. Those good times. I like that.
0: Um, One thing I'm over, over 2020, but not really, I'm over 2020 in the sense of, I'm over like this vaccine talk. It's getting very tiring. Like it's every, every, every conversation that we've had this year has always had two sides. Yeah. You know, the mask, you know, the stimulus checks, yep. the, the vaccine now just being a thing. Yep. Um, because it turns into the bigger issue of do you trust it, do you not trust it, are you taking it, are you not taking it, some people have already taken it already, now they're the devils, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> now you have whole tub so, country coming in on some, oh, society I will never trust that vaccine because blah, 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 you have the people who, the, the politicians in power that have been anti-COVID and now all of a sudden they're first in line, so it's just like all these conversations yeah. about it, Yeah. and it's just like, you don't know who to trust, you don't know where to turn, but, at the end of the day, this thing's happening, and you gotta make a decision. You know?
1: I always say, yeah, educate yourself. Educate yourself. See what works for you. Uh, see what the benefits and the risks are for sure. Um, every time I hear conversations like this, I always wonder, and I always want to ask people, you know, especially the parents are in nineteen fifties or even the parents who are vaccinators. Yeah, I know there's a lot of anti-vax now. Oh boy, but. If you vaccinate your child now, what makes it different from vaccinating it for COVID 10 years from now?
0: And, uh, you know what y- I mean? You know what? That's a very good point. But I also like the memes where people talk about if you have put a rusty nail in your mouth, then you shouldn't be afraid of vaccine. Because <laughs> you've already put enough foreign <laughs> materials. You've already
1: had tetanus and your antibodies <laughs> are up, so you're exactly. good to go, basically.
0: Yeah, if, you've, if you if you've inhaled freaking, you know, quarter quart of water back in the day, you could take a vaccine. I
1: mean... That actually has some truth to
0: it. We, we've put some we put some pretty bad things here in our minds throughout <laughs> these years. I don't think this vaccine is gonna like
1: right because you know on the brink of things is either you vaccinate or you don't. You know right. if you're for vaccinations, what makes it so different now is it because of the time frame? We're in a different place now. Thirty years ago, it took them about twenty five years mm-hmm. just to develop a vaccine. So of course right. there's going to be a longer clinical trial there. Of course, there are going to be some studies there. There's going to be numbers and data for you to extrapolate from because it took a longer time. We didn't have the technology. True. We didn't have the lab resources. We didn't have the funding, the grants. We didn't even have people as smart as they are now mm. developing things. So if you're for vaccines, why aren't you for this one now? That's my question. I'm just not saying go get the vaccination, but if you're already vaccinated yourself with MMR, rubella. Measles, mumps, everything else,
0: What's the difference?
1: meningitis, HPV. HPV just came out in 2007. I mean, it seems, though, it seems like so far ago, right? Yeah. They've been trying to get HPV vaccinations going for the past 25 years prior to 2007. And now everybody's for HPV because nobody wants to get the virus. Right. So what makes it so different from you vaccinating now? And then
0: because we're more woke, Rovy. Oh, we're, more we're, woke. we're
1: woke now. Let's
0: remember that the Tuskegee Airmen and their, their experiments. That was
1: a straight up lie, though.
0: Let's remember, you know, all that the, was sneaky. Let's remember all the in, disenfranchised black people that have been f- front in line for these type of things. And
1: this is where I say, get your, remember, educate yourself and ask forget. questions. I say, ask questions, educate yourself and know the facts. Don't just go, and this is just for, like, anti-maskers. Don't go out and say, I'm not getting it because such and such that so. No, find out what your reasons are for not taking it. My reasons for not taking it, unless I'm mandated to take it. Same reason for the flu vaccine yearly. I don't think this has had enough developments. I personally would like to see the 10-year um, side effects of the actual Right vaccination But people
0: are already seeing like more recent side effects, and that's making them a little wary. Well, as well.
1: that typically, from a medical aspect, that is normal. I would say. Of course, most you, you're going to get some kind of cross sensitivity and reactivity right from any vaccination because that these it's a are early. yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, we don't have we it, don't have much an data an to work with. It's
1: vac- an vaccine that's going into you, so your body can recognize it. Frontline comes in. Again, attacks the first line of defense that comes in, and if you got COVID, your body knows how to react to COVID Correct. because you got the vaccination. Mm-hmm. I would like to know what are the side effects after it. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. I, I was born into vaccinations already being develop i didn't have a choice my mother you know they do they implement things you can't let your kid come to school if they don't get vaccinated Right. That's you know mean, that's
0: the man so that that of
1: and yeah. guess what guess what america's going to do big <laughs> big course. <day>. <laughs> what do you think america's going to do you don't have covet vaccine all right you're not vaccinated for covet all right we'll find some roadblocks for you so you can be a part of this society so you right. mandated to take it. Let's
0: disenfranchise some folks. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be definitely systemic in, in, at best. And um, yeah, this this whole country is built off of hypocrisy anyway, so it's not surprising there. But at the end of the day, is like you know, don't go on YouTube and watch a video and determine that. You you know, everything. Just I am for the
1: vaccine. Just do your research. Just do research on it. Advocate for yourself. Educate yourself. Make sure you know what the facts are going in. Know that you're reading a research article. See what the hypothesis they're going to test
0: check your sources
1: see what results what methods they use to test it see what their patient population their sample size because guess what you're testing people who've been vaccinated in new york might be vastly different to someone vaccinated in california or the uk or the uk or anywhere so you have to see what are you looking at are these do these people look like me Mm. are we going to have the same outcomes Mm. So you can't just say, oh, this person got it. Oh, now he's the walking dead. No. Mm. Your social, economic, weather, environmental changes, so many um, factors could change the way you react to the vaccination. Okay. So just do your research.
0: So you heard it first. Roby said that the vaccine (laughs) is colorist.
1: That's what you're saying. Wow,
0: M-A-T. Hey, man. Wow. You you, you just went right back into the... I broke down what you said. Auto-renewed. In, in layman's terms for everybody.
1: Got you, got you, got you.
0: Vaccine's colorist.
1: Got you, got right. you.
0: Yep, there it is. <laughs> so what about you? What are you here for and over this week?
1: I'm actually here for everyone who's dealt with, I guess, past traumas. I mm. I, I think this time with COVID and being on lockdown and being closed off and being by yourself, I have. I giving people a lot of time to reflect right so a lot of people probably didn't reflect on anything positive mm.
0: probably i mean there's a lot of there was a lot of negative There's happening. a lot of negative like i mean let's remember early quarantine it was just numbers 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 the current death toll is new death toll all it was right depressing. guys you it was know depressing. let's do the count of the week and at that point i mean i usually don't watch the news I'm one of those people. You don't
1: watch the news.
0: No, I, okay, so for example, my dad is like, tune into CNN as if they're paying him.
1: I mean, you know, every Caribbean household probably has
0: CNN on. CNN CNN means Caribbean News Network, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? It's the official. Like, (laughs) you can't go into anyone's Caribbean household without watching CNN. Um, On repeat, just on TV, on mute. It has to be on mute. Because they're not actually watching It, it. It's
1: background noise. Yeah, it's just
0: background noise. But, you know, so there was a point where it's just like, all right, I don't want to tune into the news. It's too depressing. I used to, um, I have a Google home in my room where I, like every morning I would wake up and just like have the news on repeat or whatever. But every news network was talking about the same thing. It was just like, all right, too depressing, turn off. So, you know, I never really, you know, wanted to tune into those things. But early quarantine, it was, things were heavy. You know what I'm saying? It was a, It was a huge death toll. People were very scared about, like, you know, quarantine and what that meant. I know that I went crazy early quarantine because, you know, me as an extrovert, I was just not used to being indoors. Even though, you know, it was like, all right, work from home was fun. But it's just like, just the lack of freedom to move around kind of affected me socially and mentally. So I can admit to that, right? And I had to go through a lot of, like, chapters and motions to kind of get to a point of, like, acceptance. Right. It's like I went through, like, a quarantine you know grief session yeah yeah like the different stages like denial and acceptance and all those things so i definitely understand what you're saying where people and fortunately i think we've gotten to a point you know covid wise or the pandemic wise where we're more comfortable maneuvering around you know what i mean even though it's still dangerous and we should be careful but we've gotten more accustomed to maneuvering around to where we can move around and go places and stuff like that hopefully people are doing it safely uh, instead of it being back in the past where it's like, if you step outside, COVID. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The moment you put a pinky out with the door, then virus. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we've gotten to this place. But, yeah, the PTSD of this year, you know, people certainly have to do some therapy and um, some I am proud
1: it. for the people who have done self-therapy, those mm-hmm. who are able to climb out and be able to find themselves during this time of, you know, sadness and grief. Mm-hmm. Um. It's hard. It's hard getting up and going to work every day and doing the same thing in your in your like safe space. This is your safe space. There's no way people can separate work from home anymore. So that gets tough. So finding Mm -hmm. a way. Yeah, no, you you're this is your home is your place of relaxing. You can't. Of course, it's convenient to get up and log into work. Like <laughs> it's so convenient to do that but it gets tiring because you can't separate the two it gets muddled and you're like gosh when when can I have fun and that's when right. people itch to go outside but those persons who find themselves and say hey I can I'm able to realize this is only for a short period of time you know in March it'll be our quarantine anniversary
0: uh-huh. <laughs> what, what you gonna get me as a gift? A mask, a, a, a star-studded mask. <laughs> I'm gonna say
1: hey, we made it to 2021, <laughs> and get you a mask that says that. Yes. But no, it's hard to get up and do the same thing and say, "Hey, we got to get to work. We got to make this work. It get through." And corporation is not even looking at the stress-related psychological stress behind
0: we, doing that. But we also have to consider this is the first time this has happened in our lifetime. Like we're not, gonna get, we're not going to get anything perfect by any means. Ever. Right. So, I mean, it has to be so much grace that's driven across the board. I know a lot of people may complain about, oh, like my job treated me this way and that way and oh protocols and all these things. And even at home, like navigating like family members and stuff like that, because we've as you said, we've always separated home from work, right? There's always been a separation of the two. It's like work is work. And then when we get home, we don't got to deal with that shit. Yep. But now that it's all mixed in the same pot, it's like, oh crap. I was not prepared to deal with all these things at the same time. So I know for certain people it took a lot of adjusting. Yep. You know what I mean? To that work from home life. And for some people they couldn't because it's like, whoa, I got kids I have to deal with. Kids got to. background noise. Yeah, I have to deal with background noise. I have to deal with my kids. I have to now be a teacher and an employee at the same time. Shout out to the
1: parents who were able to do that. Right. Because wearing those hats are difficult it's hard it's difficult
0: right kids don't want to learn from home they ain't about that a lot of
1: kids who don't have a a long attention spans and i also felt bad i saw on instagram i think kids couldn't even be safe in their home sometimes because one their home is not a safe environment so school was good for them to to go to, to go just so they won't be around any negativity Some of them didn't have Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. I
1: saw that with um, some kids getting Wi-Fi from like McDonald's. Word. And also, there's kids. You know, sorry to say, but there's some parents who are just very, very rude. And if the kids are on the Zoom classrooms or whatever, moms talking loud, cursing, big arguments, big arguments going in the back, and the child also feels embarrassed.
0: And it's hard to concentrate. Have you had, have you done school through Zoom? Um, no. No. I'm just saying, it, it doesn't seem fun. Like I, it, and I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on any other kids.
0: Like, if I was a kid, it would be big mute energy, big no camera on energy. Oh, what you gonna do? we are gonna come to my house and reprimand me? Um, close the laptop. I'm done. I'm gonna play video games, because fuck this shit. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's, and, you know, like, Granted, yes, there was um, a moment where they went to, like, reopen schools, but it's just, like, the safety of it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was a horrible catch-22, you know? But thankfully for those who have been able to, like, navigate and, you know, as you said, like, kind of g- work through it, you know, you got to give them... And find their rhythm. ...ultimate props. Yeah. Because this is a new... This is, this is new hard. Tra- this is, this is, is hard. Is, it's a new chapter tra- And we tra- don't even know
1: if it's going to change. I feel well, like a lot of people do like it. There's some pros, some cons to it. Mm-hmm. but um. But... You know, again, er, the day that we're living in, in today's society, is just what is best for your needs at that present time. Right. So, yeah. I'm here for that. Here for it. What am I over?
0: Hmm. Well, how much much time do we have?
1: (laughs) Wow. I'm just saying. Let me see what I'm over. I'm
0: over. Rattle it off. (laughs) Top 10.
1: Wow. I'm not even going to (laughs) do top 10. Okay, we'll do something small. I am over Starbucks and Dunkin Donuts. Wow. Naming holiday flavors and renaming and remixing it and it's the same freaking flavor each time. For example, ice mocha peppermint versus um peppermint ice hot mocha hot choc- hot chocolate mint mocha. <laughs> it's the same thing that you told me last year. <laughs> I like, what's the difference? It's mint and chocolate, right? Okay. So, what's the difference? The wording. The wording. So, okay. how, why can't we key in on this? Like, there's some. There's got to be some black business out there that can do some kind of coffee making, um, holiday clientele. Like, I'm. I'm just over that. Like, I'm like, isn't this the same thing? Pumpkin spice rolls in. You're gonna tell me pumpkin spice fifty million ways. You don't like pumpkin spice?
0: I don't. <laughs> I work with a lot of, um...
1: (laughs) Who do you work with?
0: I work work with a lot of people of the uh, non-melanated population. They
1: have inactive melanocytes. Boom. Okay. Here
0: comes the, uh, you know, medical person here. Um, (laughs) Yes, uh, those people. And they are fans of PSL. Me, not so much. Okay. I'm over it.
1: What's PSL?
0: Uh, pumpkin spice lattes. Okay. Or anything of the pumpkin spice generation. Right, right, generation. right. No, I am tired of it.
1: I, I I am kind of over it too, but I'm just over, just keep the flavors the same. I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah, keep it simple.
1: I'm pushing forward. Yeah. You said top 10, right? No. No. What no, I'm no, really, no, no. really displeased with are people acting like COVID doesn't exist.
0: Oh, the, but that's been a thing since March. <laughs> to this day. To this day.
1: But I feel like nobody understands how serious six degrees of separation is. Mm -hmm. Like, they really don't. They're like, oh, no, I'm just hanging out with, like, five people. I'm like, those five people hang out with five people or ten people. And then those ten people hang out with other ten people. You're going back home. You may be asymptomatic as fuck.
0: And that's the scary—I think that's the scariest thing about this whole, like, pandemic, like, learning people being asymptomatic— That's scary as fuck. Like, Just just the fact that you may not be able to exhibit any type of symptoms and then you're just going around bouncing from people to people.
1: And clearly we don't even know if this virus is rapidly developing in immunocompromised people, let alone people who are asymptomatic. We don't know what's rearranged in their genetic makeup of the actual virus in Mm. those persons who are asymptomatic. But anyway, you're going around, one, not wearing masks, I've seen tons of stuff on Instagram. Oh, you all have. I mean, and I'm like, y'all, are, are y'all serious?
0: I've seen deliberate super spreader events. You know, like, I, seriously. I love super spreader events because you know why I love them? Not because, oh, I would ever show my face in one. But the fact that super spreader events are the parties of yore, you know? <laughs> like, back in the day, it was just like, yo, I'm going to a club. I'm going to a party. Now it's like, oh, shit, it's a super spreader event. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like in the span of a year. It doesn't make sense. The, the language of everything has changed. And
1: it's so funny that you said the span of a year. If we actually took a more active approach to COVID and actually quarantined ourselves for like that entire year, mm-hmm. numbers could have been drastically Mind you,
0: months, not even years. Because look, at, look at Australia.
1: Exactly. Look at Grenada. Let me tell you. I wanted to go to Grenada and... It takes about a four-day quarantine yeah. with a negative COVID result. So this mm-hmm. is not even, and your, your negative COVID result needs to be 72 hours before you are on the aircraft. So you can't get your COVID test a week and then be like, oh, I'm going, nope. Yeah. You need to get it and get your results in. So whatever you need to do, get the rapid test, get your results in. Make sure that it's negative before you can, before you even fly. I don't even think you should fly with a positive COVID. Result. I mean, no one should. Like,
0: Did you hear about the guy on the plane that passed away from COVID? Yes. Mid flight. I I was. Uh, who allowed that to happen? Uh, who allowed? Who allowed? Know what how, it, it, how? How? Sway. My question is how. First of all, like
1: the honor code does not exist in America.
0: What stage of COVID were you at? Stage ten? <laughs> that you were allowed on there a plane? No. And you, there was no. You just honor died mid
1: flight. There's no honor code. And, and of mind, course, everybody's going to be freaked out. Of course.
0: If someone died right behind you in, in aisle three... Even if it wasn't COVID, I would freak out. I mean, anyone dying on a, on a flight, <laughs> mid-flight, is scary enough. But then it's like, you can't... Would well, you just gonna put a towel over them and say, all right, well, let's, let's wait, guys. Yikes. Like,
1: we're not taking the, the precautionary measures. Uh, why does other countries make sure that they are tight-knit? They are not... If you're not a green country, you're not getting in. Period. Well, they're pop- if you're not getting COVID tested, you're not getting in. Period. Well, mind you,
0: their populations aren't as polarizing as, as the U.S. That's true, You know too. what I'm saying? Most of these but countries have like very similar are, policies to where they can abide by these things very easily. Why and can't we
1: abide?
0: Because we're dumb. We are. As a country, we're dumb. We are. Big dumb. I,
1: I, I, can't, I can't even argue with that.
0: AIT, America's Trash. There it is. That's another subdivision of the everybody's trash conglomerate, but you know. But it, it's serious, though. I mean, mind you, we're, we're having arguments about mask versus anti-mask. And, and we shouldn't even, be. And that's not even an argument. That's just a matter of public safety. But niggas are on some, oh, screw that. I've got rights in American. Of I'm course. I'm, I'm now- big for rights. You can speak whatever you
1: want. And those, this is why we have these. <laughs> you can. But if you're doing something... To purposely harm somebody else. You know that it's a rampant virus out there. And you're not doing anything to be effective for your for your human race.
0: But mind you, once again, you have to believe in the shit in order to respect it. And if you don't even believe in it, why are you going to respect it? Why are you going to even... Because once again, this, this virus has shaken the core of our humanity. It's shaken the core of our everyday life. So I understand that people are are against it in the sense of like, oh, now I got to wear a mask now. That's never been that's never been anything that my life has contained. And now you're telling me now I have to be mandated to wear this thing that I respectfully don't feel like is a big deal. So, I understand the sentiment, but at the same time when the numbers when there's numbers and facts and figures, it's like, come on, let's use let's use the brain. Yeah. Let's use our common sense.
1: Common sense?
0: But, you know, in in, in It's a, so
1: funny though, even if let's say A nurse refuses to take the flu vaccine. Mm -hmm. You know what they have to do, right?
0: Quit. Get fired. I mean, come on. Let's be real. You
1: wear a mask for the flu season alone. You don't even have to wear it for the year. Just the flu season. You just wear it for the flu season so you, one, won't be susceptible to it. And two, if anything happens from you, you can't pass it on because you have
0: the mask on. Listen to this plot twist. So before quarantine, um, when I was riding the trains, because I work in Soho, uh, for those who are in New York, Soho is very close to Chinatown, right? So when I was riding the trains, and this was before quarantine, it was a lot of people, a lot of Asian people that were wearing masks on. And I was, at first I was just like, why y'all wearing masks? Like, y'all ain't sick, blah, they blah, know. blah. But but they they've been wearing masks. they were on it. But son. they've been wearing masks since but, I was twelve. But mind you, so. I, but mind you, I never noticed until like I mean, obviously when COVID was, I mean, when the conversation about COVID was starting to become more like
1: they've been on it, you know, then.
0: regular. I was just like, why are these Asian people wearing masks? Like, why why are you wearing a mask when you're sick? That doesn't make any sense. And then plot twist, we all had to wear masks. It was like, up, oh, aren't we the dummies? They've been doing it right the whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I, before I used to be ignorant on the train before I even yeah. got into, you know, medicine. I was like, oh my god, why is this person wearing a mask? I would not sit next to them on the train. But they were definitely protecting themselves right. from
0: me. Huh. Look at that. Right? Wow. We, we were the virus the whole time <laughs> plot twist.
1: From me. So I'm like, you know what? We're our
0: own COVID
1: 19s You 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 got it. <laughs> They were in year 3,020, <laughs> and here we are in 2020, so.
0: We now got to catch up. Good job. Yeah. Well, there it is. I mean, at the end of the day, y'all, we're going into the new year. As I was saying before, new year, same us. Don't get don't get it twisted.
1: Not you. New year, new me. I am.
0: Why do you got to be new? I, Why can't you just be new? Because
1: you? I have a resale price that I need to change for myself. Mm. All right. So this is going to be a new year, new me.
0: Well, good luck with that new you. This is st-
1: the third time I'm going to do it, but we still going to. I'm, I'm going
0: to stick with the same me.
1: We going we going to get there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with change.
0: No, changing is fine, but you don't have to announce it. I didn't. But you're saying new year, new you.
1: For me, this is all. This is all for me. Well, you can keep it. Wow. I
0: like who I am. Um, I've changed maybe it.
1: maybe you shouldn't because you are very flexible with the mat. So you should try to no, consider... No, but I've,
0: I've changed enough this year to where my evolution... Have you evolved? Yes, been evolved. Oh, oh okay. Why, why, why would you think I haven't?
1: I, I'm just asking. All right.
0: You've evolved. I've evolved too. I'm,
1: I'm, every day I'm evolving.
0: Hashtag. There it is. That's all I'm saying. I've evolved enough this year to where I want to roll into the new year being just the way I am. Because there's nothing wrong with me. And that's Confidence.
1: That that can be a little narcissistic, but we're we're, we're not going to go there. Let's not use that word. Okay, we're not going to use that word. Narcissism
0: is that's not it. Okay. Because you're using the term wrong. Uh, And uh, I no I I, no I had to learn that through therapy because I thought narcissism was just like super cockiness and it's not. It's a literal like psychological condition that's very deep. Yes, it is. It's not. It's not. People use it out of context. It's like.
1: Anti-socialism, borderline personality disorder, Correct. there's a whole lot so of things.
0: I'm not a narcissist, by any means.
1: But there is narcissism undertones.
0: All right, let's call it extremely <laughs> diet-light narcissism, okay? Like diet... <laughs> Splenda. Like, like Like Coca-Cola Zero narcissism. <laughs> no calories. All right, so let's get into our topics for the day, right? So we, I mean, we basically talked about looking forward to 2021. I mean, yeah. that was one of the things that we talked about. Um, you know, real quick, I'm just looking forward to establishing myself more, establishing my business, me personally, and just kind of working towards those goals. I know everyone is focusing on the new year because they're over this year, all that jazz. But I think the bigger conversation for me really is about the future, right? I mean, for me, this year has made me think about the future more than ever. Okay. And in the past, I used to be scared of the future, just scared. Why? Because it was because for me, the future represented the unknown. Right. And I have a huge fear of the unknown
1: unknown. in the
0: sense of like, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. You know, you go into many uh, job interviews and like, where do you see yourself in five years? Bitch, I don't know where I see myself tomorrow.
1: Oh,
0: come on. Realistically, realistically speaking, Mm. unless you have, a, unless you have, oh wait, hold on. Oh God. I realize who I'm talking to.
1: Well, we're very, very different. Because I realize if, who I'm if, talking to. If an employer asks me that, I'm giving him my five-year. plan. You
0: are Captain Virgo,
1: definitely. You always. Have I a have plan. my. I have my plan
0: strategically. You wrote it out on a scroll. <laughs> I hereby decree that the next five <laughs> years of my life is ABC. But that's oh, a maybe. problem
1: too. That's problematic because how? guess what? I fight myself if it doesn't go exactly oh, how it's
0: planned. Oh, and whose fault is that? My own. There it is. I'm my own worst enemy. Double problematic.
1: It's a double-edged
0: sword. Mm-hmm. So you overplan, and I underplan. As you, I'll take that. As you overstand and I understand. I
1: mean, I did, you know, go ahead. Stay, but. You were afraid. You were afraid <laughs> of the
0: unknown. Go ahead. No, yeah. At a, a point in time where I was afraid of the unknown, but I slowly started to embrace the things I've been working on and then realizing that the future doesn't have to be scary, you know? True. Um, you know, especially when you're working towards something, it's like, all right, what does my short term future look like? right? It's all about manifesting. That's, that's what the kids are doing that, these that's,
1: days. That's the new word? That's yeah. what the young kids Manifest, are doing? Right? Okay, Manifest, right?
0: Manifest destiny, old age has. Right? So it's just like, all right, based on the things I've been working on, what am I looking forward to for my future? So I've established the LLC for the business I'm working on. So whoop realistically, whoop. thank you. Realistically, my future is going to look like me establishing my business, whoop right? Whoop. And that's only because I've set foundations That are going to lead to these, to these things. You know, I'm not going to just start something and then be like, okay, that was cute. You can't do that. Right. Right. So your future. You have have a goal. So your future has to involve the things that you set forth today. Right. At some point in time, no matter when that is. Right. Right. So even if you're not projecting a five year or three year or whatever, but it's like, all right, if I set this seed now or plant the seed at some point in the future, that's what it's going to look like. Realistically, with effort and work and all that stuff. That so what about very you? Good. What is your five-year plan, Ruby? Um,
1: you know what's so, <laughs> uh, what's so funny? I was a serial planner. Okay. And again, I thank twenty twenty for letting me reflect on myself.
0: Oh, because twenty twenty threw your plans off. That's why.
1: <laughs> can That's we, what it is. Can we talk about what is actually happening? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it did throw me off a bit. A lot of bit. For the year.
0: <laughs> the whole The whole, was the whole year. Yeah.
1: But I'm happy with where I am. Thank like I said, it forced me to do some soul searching, you know? It forced me to so, do some soul searching and also to not be so hard on myself and to let the reins go a little bit. Thank
0: you so much. Because I'm, I'm,
1: I'm extremely critical. That's
0: all I've been waiting for for you.
1: Of myself. We so, this. I am... Happy, I'm taking what I'm doing now is taking the small, you know, journeys mm-hmm. and making sure that they count for something. It may not be my big journey. It might not be my big walkthrough. Right. But the small steps matter. Yeah. And I can I can celebrate on that on, on certain occasions.
0: We don't count I, I I don't the small do that. Steps. No. It's all about the small victories. Right? It is. We don't. We don't like. I I don't take the small
1: steps. I. am like, nah, man. I'm jumping over that that hurdle. No, Uh, this. But the small steps matter. They get me closer to the hurdle. I'm closer there than I was at the beginning. Correct. And I never. I never looked back. And I never looked at it like that. Mm -hmm. I was always just looking forward. Mm -hmm. And I never took. I never paused and looked back and see how far I made it. Mm -hmm. And 2020 has forced me to do that. Correct. So I'm. I'm happy for that. So my plan is not having a plan.
0: Ooh, risky. Very risky. That's very anti-Virgo. This movie. is
1: risk K with a Q U. okay? This is anti-Virgo. This is very anti-Virgo. You're going
0: to get your, your son's I signed.
1: am going against my son's sign. Well, ladies
0: and gentlemen, she's jumping ship. She's jumping to another sign. I don't know what sign that is. I
1: either it, it seems very fiery and it's sad to say that i do have a sag moon
0: can you legally change your sign we i'm not i,
1: I don't want to change it we i,
0: didn't, we didn't look I love that.
1: being a virgo because the virgo is actually but you're giving sag energy
0: you're giving big sag energy with just throwing things into the wind
1: let me just big up virgos for a minute mm, all right, virgos are the only
0: i'm looking at the time <laughs> human have, sign we yes.
1: wow we are perfectionists we are very um approachable we will tell you what it is and how it is, and you may not like it. But I've taken a step back from that, like I said, and I don't have any plans. Like I said, if I make a plan and it doesn't go according to, I literally dig myself in my own grave. So I've mm. decided to not have any plans. Because right now, not having a plan has allowed me to find my rhythm and go on an upward trajectory. And I've been doing well in my social Personal and professional
0: life look at that and it goes back to what I was talking about a couple of episodes ago about choice theory Right, so all the choices that we make in life are all based on like five principles But the grand scheme of it is that one of the any choice that we make in life splinters into an alternate timeline Right, so now that you've thrown away the plan,
1: you know, I love an alternate dimension The the possibilities (laughs)
0: for your life are endless. Look at that you're not just stuck to one trajectory. You, you have multiple things that, depending on the decisions that you make in life, could spin it off to something else. Butterfly effect. That's so beautiful. Look at that. It's the beauty, it's the beauty of the variation of life. And you know what's Grenadians, you know. Spice. But
1: you know what's so funny? I've never actually been present in the moment. Even though I'm here with you right now, my mind is always thinking 10 yeah, days ahead. Yeah,
0: days ahead and stuff. Yeah, your, your, your physical body's here, but your brain's in the I'm future. I've
1: never, never, never been Why present. Why do we do that? I don't know, but I've been forcing myself to actually engage and be present in the moment so I can actually understand how that will affect me mm-hmm. down the line. You yeah.
0: know what I mean? I do that, too. I do that, too. Like, I was, um, you know, especially when it comes to, like, my professional work is, like, you know... I'm currently shooting something or do, doing a project in the moment, but then I'm thinking days ahead of where it's like, okay, i got to get this done in a certain time. I have to get this over so I can work on this other thing that I have to work on. And then I'm just not present in what I'm doing Yeah. my focus is so off. You
1: have to be present right there because it, 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 like you said, it changes. Your splinters just go out. You don't know how that affects your, your future. Mm-hmm. And now that I know that, I've engaged into more conversations with people. I've become more personable. I've been able to relate to people more. I've been able to have long lasting friendships. It, it helped me let go of a lot of things in my heart that was holding me back. Like, I can't do this until this is done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never was present in the moment, but being there is such a powerful force. Yeah. Even meditating alone, just, just being present in the moment, focusing on your breath, Focusing on your mind, your awareness, your thoughtfulness—it makes a huge difference. I thank 2020 for that, right? Because if 2020 didn't happen, I would be moving the same way.
0: And keep realistically, your move to Florida. So, for those who don't know, (laughs) the cat's out of the bag. Rovi moved to Florida this year. Oh my god! I'm a city girl. (laughs) Let's, let's, Let's not. It's not.
1: I'm a city girl.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Because guess what? Tulum took over this year. So Miami, no Oh!
1: oh. Okay. Wow.
0: Tulum's the new Miami. When I, I was in
1: Tulum like four years ago. And not a contest. Wow. Not a contest. Wow. Was
0: anyone there to see that?
1: Um, I have pictures and it was kind of like, you know, we're not going to go there. But I... Tulum
0: wasn't popping four years ago. <laughs> you're
1: right. You're right. You're it's, right. It's popping now. You're right. You're right. Tulum's
0: the moment. You're
1: right. All you're right. right. You're right.
0: No one likes a hipster. <laughs> no one likes that. I've done Tulum already. The B, Bushwick, <laughs> Gardens. Uh, I've, I've been on Tulum time. Y'all late. Don't, no, nobody likes that person. Don't do that.
1: Wow.
0: But the point being is, is that you've made that major life decision to move to Miami, right? It now, was scary. It was scary. But it was you,
1: definitely scary. But
0: you did it. So now here, here it is. Based on the choice theory, you've made an extreme life decision and you that know created an alternate timeline. Now imagine if you stayed in New York. Imagine how your life would be if you played along the shit. same lifetime. It'd be shit. How do you know that?
1: It would. I would have been doing the same thing. I, I would be I'd be getting off of work. What time is it? I'd be getting off of work after a 12-hour shift, mm-hmm. just tired. Right. And worrying about how I'm going to make it to the next 12-hour shift the next day. I don't think I would have changed anything. But because I had this opportunity that I never thought I would have gotten, and I really sat on it. I was like, do I, do I really want to go away? Because, you know, my, my family is so dependent on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't want to leave them. I don't know. How, how did the roles switch around? I was so dependent on my parents. And I feel as though, you know, now that I'm, I don't want to say breadwinner, but I am. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm breadwinner. I'm taking care of house. I'm taking care of parents, mom and dad. I'm taking care of groceries, you know, little things. And it feels as though I was being pulled every which way. And then I still had my social life. Then I still had my volunteer obligations. Then I still had my extracurricular obligations. Mm -hmm. And it may seem small, but it was only one of me. So I couldn't be in those places every, any given moment. But the opportunity came and I was like, can I really go? And mm-hmm. I spoke about it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna move. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna move. But it didn't come yet where I had to actually
0: right. make that decision. Get
1: up and go and move. Right. And honest and I drove down. <laughs> that was a big yes. big, big, big life I needed it right now. I needed a life changing experience. I yeah. needed something different. I needed to good. to do something. And I encourage people to do that all the time. I the same way I encourage people or kids to go away to school and I go away to school you could always come back home you're gonna be yeah you could always come back home like
0: right but then I would encourage people once you leave home and you're adamant about creating your own life stay away from home yeah because I've made have
1: to discover that
0: but I made the decision because keep in mind when I went upstate for school I could only imagine my life if I had decided to stay upstate after school right like, my life obviously would have been completely different, but it's just, like, the, the opportunity that I had when I was up there to craft a life for myself. I could have been a completely different person.
1: Definitely. Same But I decided you. to come Same back home me. because that's
0: the only thing I knew. Right. Right? And now it's just, like, yeah, my life went a certain way, which is fine. I don't blame it, but it's just, like,
1: but you're that, aware one, of
0: that. that one instance. You're aware of that. You know what that. I'm saying? It's so, it's so mind-blowing where it's, like, I could have made a one-split-second decision to say, nope, you know what? I'm deciding my life is upstate now. Yep. And, and some people do that. And I could have been a completely different person. That's I could right. have not even been into videography. Mm. Maybe I would have been into um, I don't know. I maybe I would have taken up crafting or something or I would have been a professor or teaching or
1: would, would have me? been
0: married with children. Who knows? You who never know. knows.
1: But then some people want to come back home.
0: But and that's fine.
1: That's fine too. That's why you have the choice.
0: But I also encourage people who do that to quickly create a a level of independence for themselves which I am now kind of getting into in the same sense of moving out so I'm working on moving out myself and though I don't have the same level of responsibilities in the sense of contributing to the household I still there's a part of me that feels like if I leave there will be a gap and I don't know why I'm holding myself back that
1: is what was killing me like my father has always wanted me to be independent from Mm -hmm. an early age like I was driving when I was 16 I was doing everything independently, and then of course I went away to school, still independent, you know, my parents didn't have to pay for anything. Everything I did, I either got grants, loans, scholarship, everything that I paid for is in my name. Then coming home and then having this opportunity to move, I felt like there was a a weight on my shoulder that I couldn't take off, you know? I I would just leave this big hole, and I know I'm a big impact in the family, Like when when I came back for Christmas, my uncle's is like, oh, Christmas is not the same without you, because you always come and play Christmas music and you make the household Christmassy. And I was like, really? He was like, no, everybody just goes do their own thing and nobody knows anything. It's like I'm the glue. I don't like that pressure.
0: Yeah, I get that. I mean, for me, I feel like and this is my own projection of myself. Uh, But I know that I don't contribute much in this house. And that's off the strength of my dad, you know, just kind of commandeering all the responsibilities. So I'm not obligated or I'm not expected to do much. Right. So I know that for me, I've come to the revelation that me moving out is best for my own self-development. And I don't know why there's a weird part of my brain where I feel like if I move... I'm going to miss out on certain things and stuff like that and that's that's it's just a false a false, fear. It's a, it's a, false it's a falsehood yes. right It's a falsehood because I know that's not the case. I know that this house will be quite alright without. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying though people may miss I don't know my sister might miss talking to me ever so often but for the most part it's like all right I'll be fine and they'll be fine too and I have to have the courage and confidence in knowing that this household will literally survive. Because keep in mind, if I'm not here, it's not going to... The house is not going to crumble.
1: Right.
0: It's really not. So that's why I'm more adamant now than ever to move and kind of establish my space. Though, logically, it's like, all right, I'm moving out of a space where I don't have to pay rent to a place where I have to pay rent. But oh, God, that
1: rent will But I
0: also realized that me, that level of paying rent, granted, yes, it's a level of throwing money away. Because that's that was another thing I was adamant about, where it's like, people were like, oh, why would you you know, paying rent when you're basically not even investing in anything and throwing money away and blah, blah, blah. But I realized the investment of paying rent or finding a space for myself is not, like, building to a level of a financial or stable future. But it's like, all right, I understand that me paying this rent equates to a level of my autonomy and self-development. So if I have to pay however much, granted not astronomical, but if I have to pay however much for that level of experience, then it's worth it for me because I know it's gonna be a temporary thing, realistically, I'm not, I'm not planning to live in a place for ext- an extreme long time, right? But to develop those life skills and all those things that are important to me is gonna be you know, valuable enough to where I could carry that to my next chapter in life, whether that's a relationship or whatever, blah, blah, blah. blah. So I, I, I realized that it's, it's, a, it's a small investment, though it's not investing in myself, but it's a small price that I have to pay Uh, in order for me to get to the next steps in my life. And that's the future that I want for myself.
1: You wanna know what's gonna make you feel better? Why? I thought me drastically leaving, and me and my mom are tighter than tight, that's like my best friend. Mm -hmm. And when I left, the day after I moved in in Florida, she sent me a text message, and she's like, look what I got. And she sent me a picture of her in some brand new vans. Oh, look at that. And I was like, hold up. You ain't never buy anything else while I was here. Now you styling and profiling for the gram. Hmm. So I was like, listen, this lady has moved on. Your mom is very swaggy. (laughs) Low
0: key, very swaggy. She just hides it from you, (laughs) but your mom, she got it.
1: Yo, she she had a Nike track shirt she had on her van.
0: She wanted to prove to you. That she, she didn't stu- need me. She, she didn't don't need, need me. You.
1: She didn't need me. She don't need you. And I'm like, I. what? Are you empty nesting partying like right now? I'm surprised like...
0: you didn't get a picture with Beyonce with some Ivy Park. I, I am
1: I'm 100% surprised. sure. Like, I was like, who is this woman? I was like, what do you know about Vans? And, oh, yeah, I saw it at Model, so I bought it. I was like, okay.
0: Not models All right. She could have left the models out.
1: No, you know... They closed, right? So yeah, she, that's what she was excited, so I was like, all right. So I was like, why are you going to get me up here? Like, I wanted some black and white vans. I but...
0: mean, if they had their size. Wow. Have you been to a Modell's when it was closing? Big ghetto. Very really? Sad. Very sad vibes.
1: Really? I've
0: went to a couple because I thought, oh, I could probably you find could a gem. find, Yeah, something but, uh, good,
1: some weights or something. The
0: gems were not that fun. No.
1: I used to like a Modell's.
0: Oh, Modell's was great. Gotta go to Modell's. And I was gotta go to her Nose because there's wow. no more models' wow. Okay, we're
1: gonna.
0: I mean, if you're from New York, you, yeah. you know. <laughs> we're, we're not gonna go there.
1: But she was okay without me. Hear me boohooing my whole car ride down. I'm in DC. Oh my god, what am I doing? I'm moving by myself. I don't know nobody here that said it, blah, blah, blah. But I needed that.
0: Yeah, we needed it. I needed it. it, it, it was I'm def- an
1: advocate for that. Yeah. Finding yourself, moving. You know, everybody was all backpacking in the 90s in Europe and all of that jazz. But it it gives you self-independence. It gives you uh, a means to get out and see the world. Correct. See if you can make it on your own. Like, you know.
0: Hey, some people don't even get off their block that much. Much less. For real.
1: And I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I I Honestly, before I moved, I sat down and I was like, can I stay in Brooklyn for the rest of my life?
0: mm well, I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm really, like, not to say I don't know anywhere else, but in the sense of my career and striving, because the 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 company that I'm I'm forming ideally I wanted to be in New York. So realistically, I'm kind of tied to New York in that regard. So it's not to say I don't have the because I you know I know Jersey is cheaper realistically in the sense of the tri-state area for those who are in the tri-state area. I know Jersey is a little cheaper. I know there's other places or other states yeah. that you could go to, but I just have such a tie into new york and my network is here up All up up upstate i don't know <laughs> if i would be able to live up, upstate as much right i mean it's just upstate has a different feel upstate is very great for like a very slower pace definitely and i'm, I'm big fast pace
1: this it uh upstate is chopped and new york city right
0: I know, I know i have friends upstate that are doing their best that they can but I know granted they may not want to move back into like a very hustle bustle city environment but you know they're still trying to find their stride up there and it's just like that I I don't like a level of of uncertainty I need a level of like I would rather get into a concrete position and then if something gets shaky figure it out then jump into the boat with holes in it and try to plug it in it's just that's just something I can not do but I commend the people who are able to like jump to a new space and kind of try to land on their feet or get stable grounded because it's Me. not easy. Me. Right? Especially <laughs> if you don't know anyone in this new place that you're going to. Me. Oh, look, a mirror. Uh, yeah, it's a mirror. But, no, I mean, well, keep in mind you have a career set up that affords you a level of at least stability to where you're not just like.
1: And I don't like to lead with that. Even, you know what, I even went and tried it's, to It's meet. a great incentive, though. I can find friends that I could um, meet. Right. And I do want to meet friends because of COVID.
0: Right. But at least at least the stability of, of your career is a good incentive to say, like, all right, this is a good move for me, this is possible.
1: I it mean is, yep. the social
0: yep. aspects of things could always be worked Change, out yep. somehow, some way. Yeah. Right? But at least you have that foundation to where it's like you're not just jumping into once again a boat with holes. Yep. You know what I mean? And that and that and that was one of the reasons why at the time when, you know, I was contemplating a move to Atlanta when I was with my ex girlfriend, it was just like, All right, I wanna make sure that at least I have like a network down there or at least a career move that makes sense for me. Instead of just jumping in. Just jumping and go. And jumping and go. But a lot of people
1: just do that.
0: I mean, and that's great for them.
1: No caution to them. Good job.
0: Thumbs up. But that's just not me. And maybe it's because of the fact that I've been at home for so long or the fact that I've never made a major life move like that before to where I was very apprehensive and I had to make sure like if I'm making this move, Got to make the best move, not I just know. any move. I know, Right, because I don't want to get caught in a position where I made that move and now I regret it, and I was like, what the fuck did I do this shit? Any move I'm making, the end game is not to come back here.
1: Right, it's a life-altering, right. I'm thinking about that too. I'm like, this life-altering move. Correct. It's, it's life-altering. It took me nine months to to convince myself that I was actually moving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real.
1: And I think I'm thriving. I'm doing well. You're doing good. I think I am. Yeah.
0: You got a space. You're working. we you have some social circle down there, I'm sure. I mean. It doesn't have to be a huge crowd. You know what I'm saying? But.
1: Yeah, I can. I There's some people I can call on.
0: Correct. There it is.
1: But I'm building. I'm building.
0: And that's it. it, it you, it's just, you're just a couple months in. So let's not make it seem like you're. I'm, I'm
1: not trying to, to. You're the queen of planning.
0: Miami. You know?
1: Wow. you trying to take away my crown? Do you have a crown? You know that my name is Marisha.
0: I did not know that. Now you know. Never knew that. Now you know. Please don't use that name again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are so against me being a city girl. It sounds
0: very housewives. I feel like that's weird for me. That's
1: like can be an alternate ego for me.
0: All right, let's keep that for the alternate world. Okay, all right. Not for this one.
1: Not trajectory there with those splinters.
0: All right. Well, you know, once again, let's keep that for the alternate timeline. Not for this one.
1: Sure, no problem.
0: All right. If you want to be a city girl, live your life, all day, live one day.
1: You know what? Only on the weekends and after five.
0: Only on the weekends and after
1: five. Yep.
0: Free nights and weekends. Love it. Good stuff.
1: Just like <laughs> <laughs> roll over minutes. Yeah, full circle, right? Be back at it. Full fucking circle.
0: Absolutely. Let's get to our next topic, shall we? Um, ooh, I have on this list quitting during a pandemic. Pros and cons. Quitting during pandemic. So um, one of my friends, she finally decided to quit her job. She just felt like she was being undervalued, underappreciated, and she decided, nope, two weeks, I'm done. And I commend that because she has a Caribbean background when it comes to her family, but you know when it comes to, like, our parents and stuff like that, when we have a job and it's good. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, why would you quit such a good job yep, when you, they treat you, you like trash, it at miserable? Least
1: 25 years right. before you consider quitting, okay, so... <laughs>
0: Quit? Quit what? what do you before mean quit? you
1: think about it. Not even quit, but you have to think about quitting before you quit.
0: So. Why, why, why would you quit? What do you mean quit? What is <laughs> quit? You get all these questions. It's just like, no, I'm not happy here. But, you know, I mean, that's a generational thing in itself. Whereas it it's like our parents had to work. They mm-hmm. didn't have the luxury of saying, I don't like this shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? For us, we have a little flexibility where it's like, Ugh, I don't like this job. It's yep. not my flow. I don't match it. What I used to say when I used to quit jobs, it's just like my energy's is not here anymore. You know, wow,
1: that's, this is above me now. That was a silky exit move. Oh, yeah, it
0: was a big, it was a big, you know, just very, it was, weird. I mean, I never used to use the term energy when it came to work, but it's just like, yeah, you know, I just can't invest my energy into this job anymore. So but that matters. It. But it matters, though, because it's it like, because once I get into I don't care mode, I really don't care.
1: You're not going to do your
0: best job. I'm I won't do the job. Yep. it's not I, I can't do I won't do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to be big over it. Right. So especially when it comes to this pandemic, right? A lot of people have been concerned about like, you know, quitting their jobs, finding new work and stuff like that. So I just kinda want to go over the pros and cons of it because especially when it comes to working from home and especially with the whole thing that happened in June with George Floyd and people, you know, reevaluating their workspaces. I know a lot of people have to make some decisions about whether they want to like stay at the jobs right. considering the climate or not. And it's so hard because first of all, we've only had the one STEM check.
1: Yep. That or not? And, will now, hit they, you, and right? now
0: they're trying to push this six hundred dollars one, which is like, come on, son. <laughs> Who is that benefiting? That's one PS Five, <laughs> and and then what? Some money for groceries? So it's
1: funny. I read something. I asked my friend to borrow uh, the twelve hundred dollars, and I told him I paid them back with the next stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is only half.
0: Gag on half. All of this.
1: Half of six hundred dollars.
0: That's eighteen hundred dollars within the span of what? Eight months.
1: You know what? For nine
0: months. It's Come so funny
1: now. though, cause why would you even want to work? And you can even apply for unemployment.
0: Well, that's you what get th- more than that. Well, you know how hard it is to get unemployment these days.
1: I don't. I don't.
0: Not easy, from what I've heard, okay. especially in the midst of a pandemic. Not fun.
1: That's not what I heard. I I'm not gonna. You think it's lightning?
0: You think it's super easy?
1: Well, when I was working, and I had uh, one of the nursing assistants, told me that their niece was getting $900 a week in unemployment plus the whole stimulus that came in around that time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so... But, I,
0: were, were they saving the money,
1: what though? I, what am I doing? There? I don't know. I, you can't tell people what to do with their money, first mm-hmm. of all. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether they want to save it, spend it on their bills. I don't know if she had a child. I don't know if she had to take care of household. There's a whole bunch of factors. I don't know if she was the breadwinner and then that bill had to be divided with light, cable electricity, gas, plus take care of whoever. Here's the
0: irony. You have to be the breadwinner, but yet you're losing bread because you have to pay bills. So are you really the breadwinner or the bread loser? Ah, uh, stay woke. I mean. We're constantly losing bread.
1: It's, it's a catch-22.
0: Mm. Open a bakery.
1: I mean, you could learn how to bake bread.
0: Learn how to bake, but you can't. Teach people how to eat bread.
1: That's so true, too.
0: I'm not making any sense. Don't mind me.
1: But, um, (laughs) yeah, it's hard. You can't tell people. One thing, you can't tell people what to do with their money. So if they want to spend it and be flashy and get that Gucci, get that Fendi, get that Dior, they are free to do so. Now, if they wanted to pay towards their responsibilities, they can do that as well, too. The thing is, the money won't always be there. That So, somebody who is struggling would always have that mindset of a fighter, of a thriver. I'm going to save this money for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or somebody who doesn't have to, let's say, your average teenager, mm-hmm. who doesn't have as much responsibilities, they're going to want to spend the money. And you can't tell either person what to do with their money.
0: But in the middle of a pandemic, though. This is, this is, we have a frame that's it. The un,
1: that's the un, That's the unknown. They don't know how long this pandemic is going to be. It, t- it has panned out to be <laughs> almost a year. But at the time, you just get your first unemployment check and they're like, oh, I don't have to work for this. Fine. Make it rain. Of
0: course. But now you have to consider the resources that you have to invest in.
1: Now, now you have to reevaluate how am I spending my money? How am I budgeting? Where my money is actually going? Can I save and still pay off my bills and live? You know, just live. Basic human needs. Food, water, shelter. You know, just, just to live. Period.
0: Well, let's do a quick ignorant debate. Uh, if you're not familiar with the ignorant debates, uh, it's something I did for the live show back in September. But basically, it's like we chose a side and we just went back and forth about the, the benefits by the side that we chose. So you could choose pro or con. And we could just briefly talk about the pros and cons of quitting one's job. I'll go with the pros. Go with the cons. Why okay. Not? Yeah, let's just talk about it for a couple minutes. Okay, no problem. All right, so I'll go with my opening statement. So um, quitting your job during a pandemic, I feel, is a very beneficial idea because you should not be tied to the employment that you have uh, despite the circumstances. If you're not being treated well, if you don't feel like you're being valued, then you have all right to quit during a pandemic despite the uncertainties that lie in front of you.
1: Okay. What are gonna o- play?
0: What's your opening argument for time? <laughs>
1: The devil's advocate here.
0: You don't have to be the devil. No no, no devil in this house.
1: Regardless of what your circumstances may be, you have to be able to maintain a certain level of monetary um, income into making sure that you can survive in today's pandemic. Regardless if you feel sad, happy, tired. Parents back in the day, Everyone back in the day, they didn't go to work because they felt good or their energy wasn't in line with the work. They went to work to survive and pay the bills and have food to eat and put on the table.
0: That's law. Great. That's fine by me. I'm just going to end this argument with one word. Racism. Boom. (laughs) You can't do that. Racism.
1: You cannot do that. Slavery. Slavery. You can't do that. Every single time. Well, you can't that that's more than ignorant. You know that. That's not ignorant. That's way past ignorant. That's accurate. We're trying
0: to do we're Slavery trying to do Slavery is the perfect reason to debate. quit your job in a pandemic. <laughs> if these employers are, are using slave tactics and racism in order to drive their businesses And if they're you... not
1: using racism and slave tactics, what, what what would be the answer for quitting your job during the pandemic? Because what? you don't feel like because you don't feel like working?
0: No, no one's using I'm, laziness. I'm
1: asking. what no I'm use, asking. Now. No one's using laziness. If, if we're going to use that umbrella of not having racial implications or tactics involved, what is the reason for quitting during a pandemic?
0: Because once again, the the pay that you're being allowed is not compensated to the new lifestyle that you have to adjust to. Right? Your new lifestyle' there's, is based on you stay there, being at home. There and could working. be extra expenses now now that like you're working from home you have to consider more electricity which equals more lights. Your bills are higher now. you have to consider if let's say you are a person with children's now you have to deal with the children's. Toilet paper was a thing. you know how much money has been gone into toilet paper at a time? So everything that you're
1: saying goes for the cons against quitting. So there is more, more lights being put on. There is more mouths to be fed. There are more well, no, the pro, responsibilities saying, no, for no, no, you that's to not do pro, things. That's not the con. Yes, it is. Yes, no, it no. is. The
0: yes, pro, it is. Why would
1: you still quit your job during a pandemic while... All of this is going on.
0: Because if you're being underpaid and all these things are building up, then you now need to quit your job to find something better to compensate for all these new costs.
1: Wouldn't it make sense to supplement How? instead of quitting? Houseway. So you would, you would take a double-edged sword and quit. Quit that job where you have more mouths to feed, more electricity to do whatever, online schooling, and you will be at a zero balance versus whatever balance that so
0: you So you're suggesting you more work. You do more work.
1: If the con for quitting in a pandemic, yes. Mm. As a devil's so advocate, so someone has to do this job. You gotta get they two have, jobs. They might There's have to establish their
0: OnlyFans. Yeah, they might have to establish another a side hustle. At Clubhouse, you better moan for that three hundred dollars. So where do people have all the time to work? Moan and do sex work.
1: That is not something that the employers would consider because it is based on the employee to figure out their time. Also, now is
0: the employee that has to figure out time management during a pandemic where they have listen, to listen. The employer wants you for eight hours
1: with one variable mm. lunch break mm. that can be 45 minutes and or an hour. And that's and 15. even
0: if you get the lunch,
1: that's even if you get the lunch, it's variable.
0: Because Uber Eats and all these other apps, they've been thriving.
1: So, if you quit your job and you're still doing Uber Eats, which is $100 per plate.
0: Let's be honest.
1: Honestly. With the tax,
0: I mean, delivery. The delivery fees more than the food.
1: Service fee. Service fee. That's $100 for some Rasta Pasta, okay? That you could make. But we're not going to go there. What's not. We're not going to go there. We can both agree on that one. <laughs> You will quit that job and also put yourself in further debt and say, I'm doing it to save my energy and my peace of mind.
0: All I'm saying is quitting, quitting eventually leads to you finding something better. I'm not saying quitting to just quit. Does just it, to be does it quit
1: eventually learning. lead you to find something better? It can,
0: but you will never know yeah, unless you quit. Yeah, but
1: that's the possibility. You can find something worse. Who
0: guarantees... Who who, who, who takes it it upon themselves to find something worse?
1: It's not to find something worse, but what is available at said time. Like you said, it's a pandemic. There may not even be job opportunities for you if you are not willing to be a.k.a. an essential worker. So you got to be out there delivering the food. You got to be out there at the crack of dawn putting out the paper towels, the toilet paper, all kinds of essential needs that people need, water... You got to be in a supermarket. You got to be on the healthcare front lines. So...
0: You're naming all the, the opportunities that have to be outside. There's a whole bunch of new remote opportunities that have been established. That the might
1: be less than the amount that you've been actually paid for. Huh. That's a possibility for it's that. It's called
0: negotiations. You can still negotiate so in the pandemic.
1: Why haven't you negotiated with your current employee for higher salary?
0: You would think that would be that easy.
1: But you didn't.
0: But it goes back to what racism. Well, I just right? I
1: just negated that. <laughs> Wait, you can't keep throwing this you can't on the negate table. Racism.
0: It's wow. always on the table. Wow. Always on the table. Wow. Especially okay. after June.
1: Let's let's take racism away and let's say you oh. work for a black company. Now we
0: have a magic wand. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's just
0: take away racism.
1: This is what devil advocates do. So much fun. This is what devil advocates do.
0: Tell me what you tell me work for racism. a
1: black owned soap business let's say that right
0: <laughs> and you're making how much
1: <laughs> come on let's sis. say you make two dollars and 18 cents per bar that's being sold
0: and now you're advocating for why you should quit <laughs> 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 that, that, that for quitting. <laughs> so you're just defending my argument
1: come no on. i'm not so you you based on your sales let's say you're you're working communications and mm-hmm. you're on the phone you're manning the phone Based on your sales and how many bars of soap you sell. Why soap? You can get... <laughs> of <laughs> all the came, things, bought. Just soap? came into my okay. mind. Okay.
0: example. <laughs> I
1: mean, why not? For the shower. That's you fine. Know, I mean, everybody right, so loves soap. I hear you. You base your salary and your compensation on the bars of soap. Is there a commission? So, okay, we can throw in 5% commission.
0: I don't even know how commission would be tied into soap, but I'm just throwing out words. We're
1: All just right. going to do that. It's really great soap. It go, it's Really great. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> It has black seed oil and everything.
1: <laughs> it has grape <laughs> seed extract, okay? Carry and on. tea tree oil. Of course. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. But um, it's selling like crazy off the market. Mm-hmm. And let's just say you're just bum tired of soap business. Okay. It's not good for your quote-unquote energy. Mm-hmm. You decide... To quit without negotiating a higher salary.
0: I mean, how can you? It's an Etsy store. Let's be honest.
1: Wow, we didn't even say it's from Etsy.
0: I but mean, where can it be from? <laughs> let's be, let's be <laughs> <real>.
1: <laughs> All right, so it's Etsy. We we framed where we're working. We framed let's, that it it is yes. We framed <laughs> that we're actually doing telecommunication, so that is a work from home job even prior to COVID. So. So you've been working from home before mm-hmm. the pandemic started. Correct. Right? Yes. So.
0: For yourself or for someone else?
1: For someone else. You're you're working for a black business. Fair. Okay. Black bubble bath soap business. Yes. 218. Okay. Good. Let's say you decided to quit because... Your chakras are not in line with this it happens. business. You know, time to move on. Chakras you want to grow. You want to do your own bubble business. Who knows? Sure. So you decide to quit. But during that time, the pandemic is going on. And you've had a whole lot of bills that's coming in now with the pandemic.
0: Rightfully
1: so. let's uh, say you are the breadwinner because the, the soap business is doing well. Let's say you were, Right so you quit your job but then let's say your son your daughter and you have your your mom living with you at the time okay so you have to be able to provide for all of them Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you ask for a pay increase
0: in the budding soap business
1: in the budding soap business before you quit knowing that you have all these other responsibilities and bear in mind you were working from home before the pandemic hit. So there is no changes with electricity or um, your work home environment in that regard. Nothing has changed in that regard, except your family has to be at home now. So there's more mouths to feed at home and they don't have any type of income for you.
0: Okay, so I see your argument. You're saying that, all right, despite your, your situation not changing, Expenses change and that you should advocate or you should negotiate a higher pay salary, right? Now, this is a black owned business, so of course I can't use the R word.
1: You're saying black people can't be racist?
0: No, they can't be racist. Oh, oh. They can be discriminatory, okay. but they can't be racist. In this alternate lifestyle. I just want
1: to make sure. I just want to make sure and, that we are on the right. same in, page. In
0: your alternate world, racism doesn't exist. So let's just I
1: didn't say that. I you, was you just, said
0: take racism off the table. I was taking
1: it I said to take it off the table. And in by comparison. off the table means it's not. Because it's all not, you wanted to do was shut down the argument. That's different. I
0: made the ultimate argument. But okay. you know what i hear hearing. That's Ar- fine. All right. But I'm gonna shut down your argument right now. All
1: right. Because
0: let's take racism and all that stuff off the table, right? Oh all right. Um, let's take it off the, your words we'll take it off the table right so you have the scenario where this person is working from home big black soap business budding it's thriving etsy store on the rise great whatever top 50 etsy stores of 2020 good job so now you have the cases where this person is working from home they have more mouse fees because of the work from home situation but Let's say if they try to negotiate for a higher salary, as everyone probably should because la pandemic. But now instead of racism, you have hateration. There's always going to be some black person hating on you and your glow up. And now there's that one person in HR or whatever type of management system they have. Because it's what, let's be honest, there's only five people. Um, So now you have that one person wow. who's like, hey, sis, so, you know, I'm really trying to like feed my family right now because, you know, this whole panoramic and I need you to like bump me up a little bit from like, I don't know, fifteen dollars an hour to seventeen. Now I'm just gonna be that one person like, Oh, you think you special? I can't do that for you, sis. Like we selling soap, we're not selling I don't know, stocks. Or whatever, however they would so have. So you're been.
1: saying that there's gonna be preconceived microaggressions before you eat even...
0: Macroaggressions. Um,
1: okay. Macro. There's gonna be macroaggressions before Big you eat. Big hateration in the dancery. Okay, okay. Room. all right. Or in
0: this case hateration in the soapery. I don't know how how Mary J would remix it, but you, have to, you you didn't even factor in hateration within the black corporation.
1: I think you're... In this um,
0: situation. And that's alliteration.
1: I think that your, your perma- parameters <laughs> are so... Squ- Cute, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but all right, you got a hater. Let's right. say you, you want to be a living Tyler Perry There's movie. There's a hater in
0: every corner. We're
1: going to be a living Tyler Perry movie. That's Somebody don't like you, mm-hmm. you're not going to get this money, regardless of how hard you work. Correct. Um, let's say you do quit, and guess what? You wanted to do your own business, but you still haven't gotten enough foundation to step off
0: yet. So
1: you look for another company that can use your set skills.
0: And that respects your value.
1: And respects your value. Boom. And wants you to be a, a good employee that can advocate for yourself and is willing to hear your needs and cater to them. Of course. Right? You found the perfect company. They charge per soap.
0: Why, why are you finding another soap company?
1: <laughs> That's your set skill. What is What is your set skill? First of all, let's establish your set skills. What are your skills, okay? Because you're great at selling soap. What else can you do? Tell me. Wow. You want to
0: quit during a pandemic and all you can do is sell soap? So this person didn't go to school. This person has no type of other skills. Just selling soap. You know what? Soap.
1: I didn't even look at their resume because you didn't give it to me. All Wowzer. I knew that they probably were a black studies uh, major. Ouch because of, uh, this is you, you you're selling <laughs> soap and you like racism. So, I can't, there's not much I can pull from that.
0: Black Studies major, wowzer. So what, right. what,
1: what what, what, are your skill sets? Are you asking? You can't sell soap, clearly. Right. That's why that's you're not quitting. true.
0: It's not, the per, it's not that the person <laughs> couldn't sell soap. Is that the person was not valued for the soap that they were selling. <laughs> Boom, big difference.
1: They weren't valued because of hateration. That's what you're saying.
0: Hateration was the factor that allowed them to realize this job is not worth it.
1: So why didn't you go higher up?
0: Five people in the company. Who's
1: right. Did you, who did you talk to? The manager. <laughs> the, no. no manager. There's
0: no regional manager for an Etsy company. <laughs> so and so. You see how you have
1: preconceived <laughs> notions. We, didn't, we never said it was an Etsy. <laughs> Never said it was a We Etsy. mentioned
0: Etsy. What? You've mentioned Etsy. I'm sorry. Is this a, million a, times? Is this a big Amazon conglomerate you that's selling listened, black soap? It's a great
1: soap company with tea tree oil oh, and black sea oh, right. extract. Okay. <laughs> it's hot cakes. All right. Hot cakes. Yeah.
0: Big Amazon energy. Yeah. Look
1: at Dove. Like, Dove is like. So
0: you're talking about Black Dove. This is the Black Dove. This
1: is Black Dove.
0: You didn't say that before.
1: I didn't have to tell you what it was. <laughs> you didn't care. You just wanted to quit. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Guess yeah. what? So in the stock
1: markets, you're you're gonna just boom the next day and then you're gonna be like, Shit, I should have quit stayed my at job. Black
0: Dove. I should've I should have stayed at crow. Other than you
1: saying that you're not valued and underpaid and your energy is lost, which are all valid reasons to quit, you also have to realize that there are responsibilities that you can't just quit. And a lot of people just can't quit because they have mouths to feed. You know, you can't give your kids food to be energized and have the nutrients to actually excel during their Zoom classrooms. Gotcha. You got to be able to, there's people who are on medications that Mm. can't afford it. You need to take your insulin every day, your blood pressure medication, and you need to have money to pay the copay for these prescriptions. So it's not as easy to say, oh, they're not giving me enough money. I'm going to quit. Nah, you can't just quit. You gotta strategically do something. You
0: just gotta stay with the struggle. No,
1: you don't gotta stay with the struggle. You just gotta be miserable. You gotta at all. be strategic. we it. said
0: it first. Be miserable at your jobs.
1: Never said that. This
0: is really, this is basically what our parents are telling us.
1: No, I never said that. You gotta be strategic on your. You know what strategic is? Sitting at work,
0: <laughs> selling that black soap,
1: and looking for another job in the meantime.
0: So in essence, you are planning to quit said job.
1: Yeah, but you just don't quit
0: oh, until I you see. have
1: a plan. So
0: you, qu- you quit in you, style. W-
1: what your scenario is, I'm quitting because my energy is off and I'm underpaid. I'm devalued. You have no alternate plan. You haven't said...
0: No one said anything you, about not having an alternate plan.
1: You didn't say it. What you said? Racism. This was your plan.
0: Racism it was, was re- no, the no, racism racism reason why I'm quitting. <laughs> I never said that. So I'm why just would you just quit,
1: quit and not and have a plan?
0: No one said nothing about not having but a plan. But you didn't
1: say you did.
0: All right, but the point is, it's, racism was the point why I was quitting, and I was going to obviously use my skill sets and other things to find another job and have the confidence But you in finding something The better.
1: scenario you posed was that you're going to quit and you're going to get a better job. You don't know that.
0: We don't know that. We're in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Exactly, so why would you want to quit during a pandemic and play that game and risk?
0: It's not risky if you're smart about it
1: but you didn't say anything about being smart, having plan B, right. looking at other things. We, you called racism 12 million times during, this.
0: <laughs> during Cause, the, cause this. During the true. pros. The pros,
1: pros is racism.
0: It's always true. I'm it just is saying. true. There it is.
1: It but, is true. But hey,
0: if you want to work for the black dove company called Crow, that's fine by me. Wow. No problem. Wow.
1: This is all hypothetical. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yes. Listen, whoever's having a budding black soap business, I'm here for it. This show
0: was brought to you by Crow Soap. Um, Can we not? No. I'm not
1: doing this with you. Not
0: today. All that to say, if you are in a position where you feel like you want to quit or find something else, be smart about it. We both could agree to be smart about it. Find something new before you move and transition and... Something better for
1: it, you, it's definitely with your circumstances,
0: it's all about circumstances, all about but realistically, circumstances. it's just like we all want to be valued in where we work and we all want to hey, be paid respectfully.
1: I'm an advocate for leaving a job. Wow, I mean, I've, even though I took the con side, I don't like to be at a place more than five years, respectfully. Like, I but feel what like about if your, I don't excel, even if I don't excel financially, at least I can excel professionally. So if I'm getting the same pay, but I'm Getting like CME credits, or I'm getting a different mm-hmm. title, or something that will let me grow, and yeah, then growth. like the further along I can get, a better salary. But I'm not going to stay someplace like I like I said. I've I've heard this from the mouths of nurses, and kudos to all the nurses out there with a good steady job. But I couldn't do it, and I'm glad that they have this it's empowerment and and this foundation, and they're so proud to say I've been here. For twenty five years, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, Great. good for you. That doesn't translate with me.
0: But you're working towards your career. Yes. So where you can say at some point in time that you've been in this field for a certain amount of time.
1: I mean, I don't know what the future holds for me because right now I because you I,
0: threw away your you threw away the book as you said before. I
1: did. I threw away my plan. So you don't know, You don't plan. even know what
0: your career looks like.
1: I I actually you know I wanted to stay clinical wise, and then I'm thinking surgery-based and then I'm thinking maybe down the line I'll do academia like there's so many different avenues that I can go into but I for me myself I know I get bored easily mm. so I can't be someplace and I, I I'm very I learn things very quickly Gotcha. so I'll, I'll excel really fast and I'll want something more or I'll get bored easily. so
0: your reason for quitting is because of boredom that's what you're
1: telling I wouldn't me. say bored. What, what do you...
0: Uninterested. Uh, it's not entertaining uh, anymore.
1: It's not, not not about entertaining. I don't like to do the same thing every day.
0: It sounds like a job.
1: Wow. <laughs> you just described the job. You are just coming at me. Listen, if someday one person comes in with a diabetic foot and then there's elephantitis and the next day there's a vascular disease. It's a good day for me.
0: You That's, want your job to be spicy, basically. I am spicy. No, I, I know you're spicy. I'm big spicy too. <laughs> but you want your job but to be spicy. But my
1: name I'm actually spicy. All
0: right, let's not go there. You know that? Oh, can we not, not start?
1: But no. I, I and I know that other people can relate to me. There's some people who do like structure mm-hmm. and like doing the same things every right. day.
0: They don't like they don't like plot They don't twist. like
1: change. And that used to be me too. I did not like a change. I'm like, what is this? How did this change?
0: Mm. No,
1: ma'am. Oh, but now for you, me, want you, it's, want, it's, you want
0: variation. <laughs> <laughs> you want to mix it up. You want to mix it up.
1: I'm right. in a different mind frame in my life wow. right now.
0: Hashtag I've evolved.
1: I've evolved. There it is. I am every day evolving.
0: Didn't I tell y'all, y'all going to be hearing that a lot in this episode? But I've
1: evolved though. Hashtag. I gotta do it before I, g- I hit my midlife crisis. Oh, no,
0: don't do there's no midlife crisis.
1: There, there's definitely a midlife That's crisis. That's a
0: psychological thing. That Did you not? Um, <laughs> it's psychological.
1: Hmm. Okay, all right. So don't say nothing when you see me on the gram showing out.
0: Like you don't do it already. I
1: actually don't. I'm very respectable on the gram. For whomst. For my fans.
0: Oh, you have fans.
1: I have like 200 people who follow me. <laughs> you heard that, ladies and gentlemen? Her fans.
0: Big fan base. We're talking about Queen B over here. All right.
1: I'm so private. I can't stand you. Well,
0: I mean, if you're going to be on this podcast, Miss Co-host. Oh, I'm the co-host. I said, I forgot. I, I, quote, I put co-host in quotation marks. Well, you know, it's... Then you might have to open up yourself just a little bit.
1: I, and I, I am very happy. Like I said, 2020 has taught me to be more open.
0: So you might have to take off that locked sign on your social media.
1: Excuse me?
0: You might have to take off the locked icon on your social media if you decide to be a little bit more open.
1: Excuse me?
0: You heard what I said. That means unlocking the Twitter. I didn't know. Unlocking the Who said
1: Twitter. I had a Twitter account? <laughs> Sis,
0: let's not play this. <laughs> let's not do this, okay? I don't mean to put your business out there, but come on now. Let's Let's not play this. Let's not play this. Cause you're going to be tagged. So now talking about social media and all that stuff, you know, I had another topic, but we can say that for another time.
1: Okay.
0: Let's get into getting to know each other.
1: Oh. Well,
0: the audience getting to know us through some questions, right?
1: No problem.
0: Look at that. Are you ready to get a little personal? Um.
1: Yes. The Virgo in me says yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes with that emoji with the blank eyes. Not and that the
0: auto response. <laughs>
1: That smiley that's like a square.
0: My Virgo son says, yes, I am open for... Inter- <laughs> all right, let's see here. So, our You question- know what?
1: I, I, I'm going to stop this right here. I don't what? appreciate the Virgo slander. I, there is a lot of Virgo slander, and I don't appreciate it at all. <clears throat> Not by you, but like socially. Well, I
0: am I am slowly accepting the fact that Virgos are people too. Hashtag. Okay. Virgos are people, too, and they deserve respect, like anyone else.
1: I think every sign deserves respect. Sure. But there's been a lot of slander. Even, like, during the pandemic, I saw a meme, hey, don't have sex during Christmas. We don't want any Virgos. Wow. That's strange. That's really, like, I was like, that's kind of targeted. Like, who hurt you?
0: A lot of people. <laughs> but once again, I'm evolving. <laughs> Virgos <laughs> are people, too. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go on the record saying... Do not slander Virgos because they are people. They breathe just like us. I love all earth signs. They bleed just like us. I love all earth signs. They think just like us. I love Hey, some of my best friends are water, Virgos.
1: Water signs. Some of my best and friends I are Virgos. I love fire signs.
0: I love all the signs.
1: Everyone's different, yeah. I like stop
0: signs, go signs, all the signs. Okay, we're,
1: we're talking about astronomy now.
0: Of course we are. Wow. Let's get to the question, shall we? So ironically, our question (laughs) today is how often do you change your opinions or how you view the world?
1: How often
0: do you change your opinions or how you view the world?
1: I think it's a cause and effect for me. If somebody does something for me or to me at that moment in time, it would change how I outlook on things. So let's say like I came back up here and I I drove. I was all happy go lucky because you know it's different in another state when you drive. Mm. But as soon as you get back to New York and somebody drives and they cut you off, the first thing I'm like, murder. Beep, beep,
0: beep, murder. Blah, 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 you just think murder. I'm
1: like, what's, yo, what's you matter? didn't see me? You were just in my lap. Like, are you dumb?
0: But, so we, it, but we all know New York people already, so. No, 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 no!
1: I'm not gonna do that because everybody's no, gonna, gonna be
0: judged I'm, I'm fairly. Gonna I'm gonna do that. So
1: I forgot, I forgot how ruthless you gotta be out here to drive. But
0: it's called privilege. It
1: was, it was innate. It came back to me, but at that time I'm like, yo, you really don't care about my life as a human being.
0: They don't care about their lives. You
1: about to cut me for a red light? Of course. Like, are you kidding me? Of course. So I'm, I'm looking at everybody. In Brooklyn, like y'all are
0: crazy. It's not just Brooklyn.
1: It's, well, it's this city. is where I am right now, currently, and well, I'm not going to make judgments on other boroughs.
0: I will, <coughs> on, Queens, on, on your behalf. But. Oh, big Queens. <laughs> Queens is the number one answer. To the Show me Queens.
1: <coughs> people
0: in Queens don't don't respect themselves or their driving skills. <coughs> I literally me. saw a video of this people out in Flushing. They they were having an argument in the street and then one guy took their car and tried to mash the other guy and ran into a store.
1: I saw that in Target.
0: They don't respect their lives. I, so can, I, can, I can't trust them driving.
1: But why? But why though? The guy got in the car, he saw the car in front of him, hand to God, just drove right and T-boned him. Man, right in the parking lot. Of course. And I'm like, what was the reason?
0: All right, Cardi Wh- B. What we, was the reason? We don't know. But the answer what was is the reason? if they don't respect their vehicles, they don't respect driving. They,
1: they don't respect their life and my life.
0: In fact, I don't even trust the DMV. It's oh. they're the real villains here okay. because they're just All giving right. out they're just giving out licenses to everybody and anybody with a face and eyes. You're
1: right. You're right. You're right.
0: So DMVs are the real villains here. You're We're right. not putting to the real villains.
1: Okay. Let's get
0: to the root of the problem. Okay.
1: All right. But well, back to the
0: question. Yes.
1: I don't think I can agree with that. But yeah, something as simple as that would change my outlook on. Like how people treat other people, and for me, I'm oh I'm part of the golden rule: treat others as the as how you would like to be treated. Mm-hmm. So, I at the time, you know, I'm still in my little out of state mind frame. I'm like, go ahead, you can cut me off, sir. But then, like, in I don't know, I don't know how fast it was. My brain was like, yo, Rove, shut the fuck up, curse this guy out. He is blaming you, cutting you off. Big mood. And I'm like, you're right, brain. Why am I being so nice right now? (laughs) I'm like, brain, you're right. I need to say, what the fuck are you doing? But I didn't do that. He drove off before I even got to... The the reaction time was skewed. It was way off. So again, it's a cause and effect for me. And it, it shouldn't be. I shouldn't be so temperamental. It's a cause and effect for me, but it shouldn't be so temperamental. But if somebody does something to me, it would change how I look out on life. So... If you do me wrong, I'm gonna want to do you wrong. You know, right. it's hard. It's hard. I've been night. trying to evolve and not. You
0: but know, you're, you're evolving. You're I not am trying. evolving. We don't am, try in this house. I
1: am evolving. You know, if somebody hurts my feelings, I'm gonna want to shut down, pull back from the world, mm-hmm. or hurt them back. And and I'm like, you know what? That's not the adult thing to do.
0: Yeah, don't wake up and choose violence. You
1: can't do that. Not induce violence.
0: No, choose. (laughs) Don't wake up and choose violence.
1: Induce or choose violence. Either way. Either one I'm not going to do. But I'm also not going to let it eat at me either. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. To maintain that balance, it's a it's a tightrope. Because you know
0: on. why it goes back to our earlier conversation. Full
1: circle. E I T. That's right. Everyone is trash, right? There it is. What? So how can we recycle ourselves so we are not trash?
0: I every day strive to be recyclable. That's the that's the real. Explain. That's a real movement that we need to be on. There's different levels. There's trash. There's compost. There's just complete and utter you know everything else and then there's recyclable right like compost is cool you don't want to be trash recyclable means that at least we have some value eh. trash in my head recyclable means
1: it's something good and if you recycle it it still be good you can't recycle something bad and hope that it's good
0: well no one recycles trash
1: this is what i'm trying to consider how you are recyclable
0: what I'm saying is, <laughs> by being recyclable, <laughs> that means I'm at least contributing back into society in no, the no, sense no. that...
1: it doesn't. It doesn't work in my head. No.
0: Look, we're all, we're all <laughs> levels of different things. The answer for me is that I don't want to be trash. That's it. At least striving to be a level of recyclable okay. to where I can at least be a value.
1: Maybe fertilizer?
0: Well, that's all part of compost if yeah, you want yeah, to get yeah, technical. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. You know, do, your, do your Googles. You know what trash is. That's fine. I don't have to explain. I don't work for the Department of Sanitation.
1: All right, okay. Just saying, I don't. Okay.
0: <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but to answer the question on myself, um, how often do I change my opinions and how I view the world? It all depends on, I guess, the, the majority, you know. I mean, social. I, I really do live on social media to where I get to see and hear the opinions of people depending on the topics, especially this year. This year has definitely changed my outlook on the world and my opinions of how people operate. And, you know, I, there are some times where I do have hope in humanity. Other times, yikes, let's be honest. Humanity has some not very shiny moments. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like, you know, as a... Well, if you want to get all sci-fi scientific. Um, <laughs> in a sense of us as a living organism, as the Earth, we're still a baby. You know what I mean? Compared to the vast other civilizations that can be out there, we're still a baby, you know, and we're still learning, and we're gonna make mistakes. You know, wars and genocides, obviously, little baby mistakes. Okay. In the grand scheme of a civilization.
1: Uh, well, all right.
0: But at the end of the day, and pandemics, um, let's just throw that in yep, there. Yep. We're gonna make some mistakes, but um, you know, it all depends on the acts of kindness and uh, at least Paid the forwards. sentiments that yep. people that people put out there. That gives me a little bit of hope in humanity, to where it's like, oh, today people were not trash. There's some not trash people out there.
1: That's good. I'm, I'm glad that you rely on social media. I'm definitely a cause are not
0: We're not just social media. I mean, even the people around me, not just social the media. Cause and the
1: cause and effect thing for me is huge.
0: Right. Not even just social media, just my circle. Like, my circle of friends and people who are doing good and doing their best, like, give back and stuff like that. That also shapes my opinion of the world because, you know, we... we reflect so much on the physical world right where mm-hmm. people say i want to change the world i want to yep. change the world and it's like all right realistically our world's comprised of everything that's in front of us the people that we care about our communities all that stuff that is our world so when we talk about changing the world we we always strive to think about changing the whole globe yep and that's just unrealistic you know what i'm saying because you know depending on what you're doing or your actions the actions that you're doing now are not going to affect people in dubai they're not going to affect people in. India or Australia. But if you focus on the world that's in front of you, the people that you care about, your community, your job, your family, all these things, if you change that world, then that's when you're doing your part. And that's when I personally feel that, you know, you're changing things for the better.
1: Lexa play heal the world.
0: Yeah, make it a better place. Yeah. For you and for me and the entire human race.
1: I always say how people treat strangers really identifies who they are at their core
0: how do you treat strangers how do i see strangers well then again that's a biased question because you work in the medical field so you're always adapting <laughs> with strangers
1: i have to advocate for anyone well, anyone that's
0: the hippocratic uh, oath, oath. hippocratic oath,
1: yes.
0: oh look at me knowing things you are I didn't a google genius I, I didn't google that either y'all
1: wow that's that's um
0: did you take smart. the hippocratic oath?
1: I took it several times.
0: Several times. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to renew the oath. <laughs> no, you can't no. just take it once and that's it. No. Wowzer. They I don't, did it they before don't, they don't and have to gra-
1: Wow. Okay. So I'm not gonna do any harm to you. You know, that's part of our oath.
0: Are you threatening me or? Okay. Oh, I thought that was
1: Wow. <laughs> Here we go.
0: Sorry. I thought that felt personal.
1: But um, no. You actually have to advocate for for people and strangers. You never know what somebody's going through. You never know what hardships they had. They could have been stable the whole week and one day they're just One off. bad day. Yeah. Somebody, like you said, cut them off and then that lead into a sequence of events. Mm-hmm. Their tire blew out. They got late for work. You had a bad day. Work. And then it just transcends and then it just builds up. So you got to treat people like how you want to be treated. Like I said, cause and effect for me. But again, how you treat somebody that can do nothing for you measures up to who you are as a person
0: uh, yeah you're absolutely right
1: but there's a lot of people who do things <laughs> for some kind of reward yeah yep
0: but but see and they're relying on like karma and stuff like that like yep. they're it, they're doing it for let me do
1: this <laughs> let me do this i'm gonna do this and guess what down the line something's gonna happen to me
0: and you know you know what the sentiment is that i don't agree with where people say and I've heard this a lot of times where it's like, oh, I'm a good person, why do bad things happen to me? <laughs> right? And it's just like you being a good person has nothing to do with the things. Which is circumstances, right? Right? It it's yeah. not like it's a type of just like everyday karma to where it's like I'm a good person, I treat people well and all these things, so everything good should happen, right? Now of course we're manifesting that through our actions, but realistically it's like you could be Mother Teresa and shit can just happen to you every day. You know what I mean? People could just have a circle of toxicity around them, and they could be the best person ever, right? So it has nothing to do with you being a good person or your kindness or your acts.
1: You don't know what the universe is going to throw Wait,
0: at you. The universe could just be silly and say, you know what? <laughs> Look at you doing good.
1: You could be a walking unsolved mystery.
0: You could be a big old mystery. So I, I, I want people who have that mentality of, like, I do good. Why does this bad happen to me? Just throw that away because it's not your fault.
1: Yeah, and you shouldn't shouldn't (laughs) even try to put yourself under that microscope to Mm -hmm. say, I've done such a good thing. Why is this happening to me now? You may not know the reason, but maybe that is giving you strength for whatever adversity that may come in your future. You don't know. Right. Whatever hardship that you think that you're dealing with now is probably setting you up for something that you can overcome in a
0: heartbeat. Correct. But you never know because we don't see the universe that way.
1: You don't know, and I'm. Hey, listen, this is why I decided to take a step back and not try to plan everything to the T. Thankfully, you can't do that. Can't you're do you're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna hurt yourself and say, "Hey, I've donated ten dollars every year to make a $10 wish." Ten dollars every year. I'm just throwing out arbitrary
0: numbers. I mean, bad bad things deserve to happen to you. <laughs> it's Ten dollars every year sis. Come on. Hey. That's a I'm, low. That's a low all right. Number.
1: Okay. What's a good? It's a pandemic. I don't want to take people money and spend it.
0: <laughs> you're not, take, you're not taking I, any, this is proverbial. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't
1: want to take their their, their budgeted pandemic monies. All right, let's oh, say one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars is still kind of low. One hundred
0: dollars is the new twenty anyway. So let's be honest. Yeah, the
1: new ten. <laughs> Shit. So we're back to. 10. <laughs> so basically, we're back to ten. So it's a hundred dollars you donated. Fair enough. To um. To a cause, to a cause, um, and you're like, oh, I, I donate a hundred dollars every year, um, but shit, um, I still haven't been able to excel in in something in my life that's going on.
0: Right, I just broke my leg. Why me? Oh no!
1: You can probably broke your leg because um, you didn't ice your sidewalk and you throw salt or something like that. Who knows? Something. Whatever the reason is, you don't know why you fell. Maybe God was protecting you. If you didn't fall, something else could have happened to you.
0: Could have broken spine.
1: I don't know about breaking spines. Like right. when I hear when I hear about those nine eleven stories about people being late for work and all of that, and the people were in that moment they were angry that they missed such and such a train or they missed or they had to stay because. um their kid um, threw up in the car, or something that something stopped them from getting where they they were supposed to be at that time. You don't know what it was. It could be a blessing in disguise. Uh, you just don't know.
0: True, everything happens for a reason,
1: Every, and if, you would never know the reason. Sometimes you you may. They say ignorance is bliss. Maybe you don't even need to know the reason, but know that you are protected and covered. For sure. Whatever, whatever's happening to you in that moment is keeping you alive for tomorrow.
0: We have to accept the path that we're on and we have to accept the things that have to us have. There's always a plan.
1: There's always a plan. We don't know it.
0: We don't know the plan and we don't have to know the plan. We
1: don't have to know the plan. Even but we
0: constantly we, want to know We the
1: have plan. to know what the present is and live to our best in that moment. Correct. We don't do that.
0: Throw away the plan.
1: We want to know what's going to happen in the future.
0: Because it goes back to that level of unknown, of the fear the, of the unknown. The fear of the unknown, yep. Where it's like we have to know what's coming up so we can prepare for it.
1: And everything is in the palm of our hands now. Yeah. If I need to know something right now, I can just pull it up. Real if simple. I want to watch a show later, I don't have to wait at 8 o'clock at night till everybody's watching a show uh, anymore I can just watch it at my leisure anytime so I can plan ahead like
0: correct we all throw away the plans on
1: we we are this weird generation where we we also know the struggle but we're also being spoiled as well too
0: oh big spoiled!
1: we're like we're in the middle we're not like millennials my nephew today was like hey auntie you were born in the 1900s I was like nigga what
0: well, they don't have a concept of time, so I'm like, that's not different. Nineteen hundreds?
1: You making me sound like
0: I'm old? They they don't realize that nineteen hundreds they really mean the nineteen nineties. It or is nineteen eighties or whatever. But it's
1: still. they still learning. 1900s. You're still learning things. I'm like, but this is this is the generation. This is what they are learning now. So they don't they don't have the aspect of knowing what the struggle is. And knowing what instant gratification is. Right. We are in the mix of it. We have the best and of we, those we worlds. yeah.
0: So we appreciate the past but we also embrace the future. Look at that. And that's how we, you know, change our opinions based that's on That's how
1: we evolved.
0: Mm, yes. That seems to be the buzzword for the day. Uh,
1: this is just my word. I oh, don't know no, for the your, day. This is thing. my buzzword for the life. You
0: really need a sweater. Wow. Let's get you a sweater that says, I'm I've evolving.
1: evolved. No, not I've, I'm. I've. I've. I have. I have evolved.
0: Yes. Okay, hashtag I have evolved. I've evolved. <coughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Let's get to another question, shall we? So we have uh, a question from Reddit. <laughs> uh, f- keep in mind for those who actually want to send us questions to the podcast, please send your questions to S O P H I G podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I would actually like to answer questions from real people. Well, granted, these are real people on the internet, but you know, like listeners, you know, like I want to help people with their issues if I can. I think I'm good at it. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. No, no. Um, debatable.
0: Well, sir. All right. Well, let's see if you're going to help someone today.
1: I, You know what? I try my best, and I my tri- mama told now me that I try all my
0: you got to do is try your best. Now I try my best. Okay. Good job. How convenient. All right. So this question is from user uh, Salted Chair, and it says, how do I get feelings out of my head? Now, one would say lobotomy, but that was in the past. So we can't say lobotomy for this one. Um, so let me read the scenario here. <clears throat> I have feelings for this girl. Woo <laughs> Who is one of my best and only friends. Oh. Wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. Don't read the question ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: not. I'm not. I'm I'm just focusing on the first sentence. I have
0: feelings for this girl. Who's one only. who is one of my best and one of one of my best and okay, only
1: friends. Okay, okay.
0: Last time I had feelings for a girl, once I stopped talking to her, most feelings were lost. But I can't with this girl so she's special without her I basically have no friends and would have no one to spend any time with is there a way to just lose feelings or just be happier because she will never see me the way I see her I just wanted to have no emotion because no emotion is probably better than constant depression wow or I just want to have no emotion because no emotion is probably better than constant depression
1: he's got it bad
0: he's got it he's got it bad so how do we help this person get the feelings out of their head, if they should?
1: Well, you know, I don't even know if it's a he. That's that's my fault.
0: I have a feelings for this girl who's one of my best. Last time I had feelings for a girl, once I stopped talking to her. We
1: don't know if this is a Okay,
0: fair. fair. Right, okay, so we, I can't,
1: we can't judge right, this. Well,
0: for the person. All right, for the person, the person yep. that has feelings for they got their, it bad. Yep. their woman, their girl. Salted chair. Right. Um. So let's help this person out if we can.
1: How do you get feelings out of my head? Yeah. All right.
0: I mean, it's 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 challenging because it's like you feel what you feel, right?
1: You can't help how you feel and who you love, but right. there also has to be some kind of reality.
0: But it sucks that the person feels that their feelings are not reciprocated. And that's where denial comes in, right? So in that case, it's like, How do you get over, how do you get over someone? How do you
1: get over someone?
0: That you're feeling that doesn't feel the same way about you.
1: Well, you know what they say.
0: To get over somebody, you gotta get under somebody. Uh, (laughs) But at the same time, considering this is one of their only friends, they probably don't have anyone else to get under.
1: My thing is, are you, did he, did this person voice how they felt? To their best friend. And
0: Ooh, you're talking about openness. Right.
1: Mm. Well, we so, you, about. it's, it's a, it seems very one-sided because for sure, for sure, I'm big on communications. Of course. So, if best friend says, I really like you as a friend and I want to maintain the friendship and I don't think we should be romantically involved, then they really would have to curb their feelings because it wouldn't go anywhere, you know? But the, this question leads me, and his response, or her response, leads me to think that it's really still in their head. They want to get the feelings out of their head. They don't want to express it. So it seems as though they don't even want to take it the next step further. You know well, what I mean? but,
0: realistically, but he's but the person says that the, uh, she would never see them the but way that they see her. They don't know that. But he's very, but the person's very confident that that's the case.
1: If that's, the person's very confident they need to get... Somebody else to take their mind off of it, or do something else to take your mind off of it, because you were constantly obsessed over why this person is not going to reciprocate the same feelings for you. You might need to give yourself um, physical detachments, especially. At times. This is one of their
0: only friends because they say here, without her, I basically have no friends. So you want the person, to have but that's no
1: basically friends. that's basically L- uh, let's, basic. So let's, basic friends is like two. Let's go. Let's with AS two. Let's go, go with two.
0: literal. They'll literally have no <laughs> friends, okay? Without this person, they literally have no if friends. If they
1: have no friends, they should be comfortable enough to talk to their friend on that level and let them know, listen, I have feelings for you, for me. If, I, if I'm going through this, I would, I would do a different approach. I would listen to my music, my sad music. I would play my candles and I would sulk.
0: You're promoting depression.
1: No, no, no. This is not depression. This is how I... Sadness. I love sadness.
0: I love sadness. You, I, hear, you I, hear this, ladies and gentlemen? I listen. Me? I love sadness. There's a
1: reason why sad music is played and is actually loved by so many. Even sad Christmas music.
0: I don't. I don't condone Yes, music.
1: yes, yes. All of that. I don't condone
0: this. Me you mixing, don't have to condone this, but I, I don't condone it it. sadness. Ha- me on purpose.
1: going through those motions helps me to get over it. It's a process that I know that works for me. Fair. For this guy. If he feels that way and that's his only friend and there's nobody else for him to talk to, he has forced himself into a corner to talk to his only friend because who else is he going to talk to? If that is his only friend, literally. One, like,
0: one of his own only- He just said... And he, the person said, that's what I'm one of my two. best and only friends. Here
1: we go. I best just, and that's only. That's what tripped me up. That's why I was like, only.
0: Best and, and only, only friends. Right,
1: so that either he ruins the friendship
0: I think I think best and only is the same thing. So basically, it's like they're my then best they're friend. Only friend. Yeah. They're my best friend because they're my only
1: friend. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like it's tied to a lot of psychological issues. All right, let's I not did. just
0: throw therapy as the answer. That's that's rude. All right, this person actually has some issues. Uh, my thing is, all right. So yes, I've been in scenarios where. I've liked someone more than I liked me, and for the sake of the friendship, I've had to swallow my feelings. Not because you know I didn't want to feel, but it's just like I wanted to preserve the friendship, right?
1: But you did that on your own.
0: More importantly, speaking.
1: But you did that on your own, right?
0: I. What do you mean? I did that on my own.
1: Like you did that in your like own space. You like you didn't tell your friend that you have
0: feelings for I mean, them. I mean, I mean, right? I mean, but even without. Communication comes in many forms. So you don't even need like verbal communication in the sense of like, hey, I need to tell you that I like you. It's like there's nonverbal cues. We can all pick up on those. If the person's very emphasis on like, hey, friend, 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 we're only friends, friends, friends. We're not going to say like, all right, girl, look, I'm really feeling you. I don't know about this friend stuff you keep throwing you around. say that. that friend but word is a lot French of to me.
1: cannot read between the lines.
0: No, no, no. This is reading the lines. This okay. is not between the lines. There, there, you're now reading the lines. No, no. Like <laughs> with your still, finger. They you, have still be realize, you have to read the lines. You to read the lines with your finger. But I'm letting you know one there's people who are oblivious to well,
1: that. Well, this person
0: doesn't seem oblivious. They seem like they know exactly what the case is.
1: But well, he should know that with, with having that foundation of friendship, how to move forward with his friend. He knows whether or not he should say it out loud or with his nonverbal cues, know that he's going to have to do something to get over this. Like swall, like you said, swallow your pride, find an outlet, find somebody else, get on another dating app. You, If their feelings are not reciprocated, you're just going to put yourself in that abyss of depression.
0: Right, so they don't want to be in a depression, so they're like, how do I get over this to where I can just be happy, have this person as my friend, and not have to deal with emotions? And what I'm saying is, is that you need to frame your friendship in the sense of, all right, if my friendship with this person is more important than anything, then, you know, I mean, granted, yes, I'm a fan of communication as well, but, you, you know, you don't know if communicating that those feelings to this person everyone to friendship, everything, yep. right? So it's like, what's more important to you? What is the friendship with this person important? Or is you getting your feelings out there and risking a potential like, oh? Mm.
1: He has to determine that. That's what I'm saying. Right. He has to determine if the friendship is worth his feelings.
0: Well, at this point, it, I mean, it doesn't seem to be the case because it's like I don't even want to deal with feelings right now because I realize. So that he this he, is he
1: focuses on the friendship. So he needs to definitely separate his feelings for his friends.
0: Or if anything, have the communication where it's like, hey, I just want to emphasize, or I just want to let you know that I really value our friendship and I really appreciate you as my friend. And I hope that, you know, if anything, that's kind of relaying their feelings within that context where it's like, hey, you know, you're a really important person in my life. I value you, you know, I don't want to lose you and period.
1: You know, this is actually a scenario that happens every day. To whom? A lot of people are in f- friendships where they're in love with their friend. Mm-hmm. And and never I've seen it play out on T V. No no no. In real life. Oh, like wow. they, and they would even have girlfriends and still
0: That's very rom com.
1: It's <laughs> wow. I you, mean
0: it's big rom. You love comedy. a rom com. But I then that's what it
1: rom-com. is. That's what it is. Like homeboy would have his best homegirl, who he would always always if the opportunity is available, he would take it in first leap. Right. And still have a girlfriend. But would never give the girlfriend a hundred percent of him because he still has right. ties with the friend. Exactly. So uh, if this guy wants to move on, he has to completely remove those feelings or dive in and say, "Hey, shorty, I want you to be mine." Yeah, I say Here's that, my number. I
0: mean, I'm definitely an advocate of dive in, even though I my advice was like, "All right, don't say anything." But at this point, it's like. I mean, there's other friends out there, It takes
1: us back full circle with the splinters and dimensions of life. If you harbor this feeling and it's eating you up inside, it will debilitate you Uh more so than you put it out in the open and then you have a definitive answer. Then you can move on and say, all right, I tried.
0: Yeah, better to be honest completely. And at the end of the day, if this person really is your friend, then they will be able to communicate effectively that, all right, you know, even though, like, thank you for sharing these emotions with me or feelings, but I'd just rather us be friends. And then even in that case, now the ball's back in your court to where you respect the friendship enough to realize, okay, the person doesn't like me that way, and that's fine, but we can still be in each other's lives without the shenanigans.
1: It's going to be a, a rough patch for a few because it's gonna be he's going to have to go through his emotions, and she'll probably feel... Like, super awkward, like she can't do the same things anymore. But it'll just get back into the swing of things. They'll find their rhythm again. But if he doesn't do that, like, the same scenario, which I know, um, your best friend would have a girlfriend and still not give 100% to that girlfriend because he still thinks he has a chance with you in his head. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's your answer.
1: And get under somebody else. Well, that too. But <laughs> first try the honesty,
0: and if that doesn't work, then. <laughs> honesty find,
1: is the best policy. Find you
0: a new only and best friend.
1: Oh, or you can go to an OnlyFans best I friend. I was going to say
0: that. <laughs> Become an OnlyFans, you might get a friend there. Look at you. That's the alternate answer.
1: Can, we, can we not let.
0: We we hey, should. hey, you know, hey, hey. We're, we're our pro sex. Worker people here, okay. No, no,
1: no. I mean, for you and I to, to actually just be on the same wavelength.
0: Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. No, no, OnlyFans. <laughs> you know, if you don't have friends, go to our OnlyFans. You can Become... be her
1: only friend, friend.
0: Some people pay for their friends all the time.
1: Wow. It's well, true. then they'll definitely, she should definitely know if she has an OnlyFans page and he is giving her all of his money. She better get a clue. Mm, not necessarily. Wow.
0: Not necessarily. So
1: if you had an OnlyFans page. All right.
0: Hypothetically. Hypothetically. We're, we're obviously talking hypothetically here. Oh, well, I don't know what you have. All mm-hmm. right. Well, I mean. I mean, I'm not judging you. I'm not saying I don't have one. I'm not I'm judging not you. i saying I have one.
1: And let's say uh, an acquaintance of yours every day sees and gives you $50 every time you walk past or something like that.
0: Sure. Hypothetically, we're, Hypothetically. T- we're talking the hypothetics.
1: You wouldn't say, why is this person giving me $50? You wouldn't question it, or are you just gonna take the money? And oh no,
0: ride? I mean, there would definitely be a slight inquiry, but then at the end of the day, I have to chuck it up to this is the nature of the business.
1: So, okay, I get it. Right,
0: unless they message me saying like, hey. Show um, me more. I just wanna say that I really like your content. Yes,
1: show me more.
0: You know, I want more of that.
1: Drop them drawers. Pretty much. Turn around.
0: Hypothetically speaking.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you have on your OnlyFans, so.
0: Who said that I have one?
1: Hypothetically. I
0: mean, you know, allegedly. Everything's alleged. I'm not shy to say that I do have one. That's if I had one. Let me stop playing games. I have one. But that's the So point. you're
1: one of those guys who will moan for $300 and for five minutes.
0: I am a huge advocate that men can't moan. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get into it.
1: Wait, hold men, on.
0: Men cannot moan on demand. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) And I'll tell you 15 reasons why. (laughs) Men are not equipped to moan on a man. And every time they moan, it sounds like they're grunting. And it sounds like they're hurt. And um, it doesn't sound good.
1: But how do you know that? Have you done extensive uh, men um, research of of moaning?
0: As a member of Clout House, I have been in one of the rooms to do research. (laughs) I was in that room. Research, huh? I was there. How long was it? How long was the room? The research. I was there for a few minutes.
1: So it was intensive research. But believe
0: me, I heard enough.
1: Okay. And I
0: what I heard in that room was grotesque.
1: So did you hear one man moan or multiple? I heard
0: men? I heard at least two.
1: That's not that's not intense research.
0: No, no, I wasn't gonna stay. <laughs> but what I'm saying is men just can't moan moan on demand. I don't believe that. They sound awkward. It's weird. It's like they're they're trying too hard. Men just can't, they just can't do it. See, They're not now, equipped now like I'm going to
1: have to do my own personal research. Women
0: are, are more elegant. They're more dramatic. They're more, they can more put themselves in a mood. Men just think like moaning is, oh yeah, bitch. <laughs> well, that's not moaning, that's grunting. What are you, a caveman?
1: Well, moaning for what, heterosexuals?
0: Well, the the host of the room was women, right? Okay. And the men were moaning for the women.
1: I, I would... For the woman's
0: entertainment. <laughs> but the, they, to me, they were not moaning. Like I, I'm no moaning master, all right? I, I'm not a minister of moans. But what I'm saying is is that they it's, didn't it's, sound... It's unnatural. They sounded very amateur porn star. Very wow. try-too-hard. Wow. Very, yeah, baby. Uh, uh, yuck, yuck. Big yuck.
1: Yeah, that's don't nice. do that. I, I, I you never,
0: sound you sound like I've never like,
1: had a year baby.
0: No, you, you sounded desperate, my man. You sound big thirsty. You know, nah, no. yeah, I know. Yeah, I I just I don't is think is that inadvertent. I mean, in the moment, right? In the moment, I'm sure men can do all the moaning, but that was not happening. But in it's that so funny. Room.
1: I see every meme comes up. You don't moan in your girl's ear, and they are singing high octave Mariah yeah. Carey notes, like high
0: octave.
1: Oh, yeah, but that's just the meme.
0: I'm not singing no high octave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't. You haven't transcended to that place of euphoria yet to say. Why? Why haven't?
0: Why am I hitting high notes?
1: You don't know what you're gonna do when you're in that. My voice
0: is naturally low, but you don't know. If I'm going to moan, it's going to be a deep monotone.
1: But see, that is a premeditated moan.
0: That's not premeditated. Yes, it is. That's just me. No,
1: you don't know that. You don't know what you're going to feel. My voice
0: changes whenever I want my voice to change, okay? When
1: you're at the brink of nirvana, you don't know what your voice is going to do.
0: All right, Buddha. Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Wow. Nirvana.
0: What are we talking about? We're not
1: going to do that. We're not going to do that. You don't know when you climax or when you're in the moment, what you are going to sound like.
0: All right. Not so, everyone's going to sound like Mariah Carey. Okay? Sorry. <laughs>
1: definitely not. And not but everyone's going to sound like
0: Barry Manilow. So what are we saying here? <laughs> Come on now. No one's going to sound like Barry White. It all you matters. don't know. We don't know. Exactly. And this is why we have more rooms.
1: So this is why you're saying women have better premeditated moaning than Not men. premeditated,
0: but I think women have a better sense of what moaning sounds like than men.
1: Because we, we could fake it?
0: Oh, yeah. Big fake.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm not lying.
1: I've never faked a day in my life.
0: All right, not a contest. Just saying.
1: I mean, if you like to fake, then...
0: I never said I... I, I don't fake.
1: I don't know. I can... I, fuck, I know.
0: All I'm saying is...
1: You have premeditated moaning, so...
0: I didn't have premeditated anything. <laughs> I didn't have pre. I'm just saying men, from what I've heard, they can't moan on demand. Okay. And who knows if that person got the $200.
1: So why didn't you... Moaned for. Because
0: I don't trust people on the internet. What if I? What if I was to moan you, my my you ass off? You could have went as an
1: alias.
0: What if I, you can't go on as an alias on, on Clubhouse? Okay. It's like real names, real stuff. Gotcha. So I was not gonna go on anyone's moan room and and then whoa whoa. I'm not saying that's how I moan. You about to lose? I give a hard. You run. about to lose your job? Do- <laughs> you about to lose. Don't do that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I was not about to do all that action for an unguaranteed disclosure. So amount of money. You would rather quit during the pandemic and you
1: would moan to get some quick cash money. I never
0: said that was anyone's ultimate way of doing it. I'm just cash.
1: asking this. I'm just throwing this question out all there. All right, hypotheticals. Love you're going to quit the pandemic, but you wouldn't moan for some hypothetical cash monies?
0: It's not guaranteed. Not guaranteed.
1: So, th- that's not guaranteed. But getting a better-paying job is guaranteed
0: because there's a resume. Do you have a moaning resume? Okay, can all you, right. Can, do you present your moaning resume so to you the know people that's involved?
1: Then you're not going to get a less-paying job, but more respect.
0: A job is a job. Okay, so hmm. now, granted, yes, you can always you. A job's a job, but at the end of the day... So you, you would take a less... Based off of what you're looking for... Paying and, job. No, no, I didn't say I would take a less paying job. But what I'm saying based on what you're looking for, ideally you would be looking for a higher paying job, right? Now, if you're in a desperate situation, you need money for money, then you might have to take the low paying job until you find something better. I think
1: you should just moan.
0: That's rude. I went to school. <laughs> I got a degree. I didn't go through all that t- to be moaning on the internet for an imaginary of you know, money Nope. Nope, nope, nope. My mother... Not proud. Father, deplore. I, I, I don't have the time. I think I your father would advocate. My father would not. <laughs> My father would not. No one would advocate for this. And, I, and I'm and i not shaming anyone in that room. Yes, you Let's are. Let's make it. no, 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 no. I'm you're not saying sh- that you're better than re- moaning to I get the money for them. I respect the men being vulnerable enough to, so you're not as vulnerable. to utilize their vocals for some cash. You're too right? good
1: to moan for some money.
0: I personally don't think that I'm good enough. Oh. I don't think that I'm good enough for that type of competition. Okay, okay? men went in the men went in that room to win. Okay, right. I went and to listen. Oh, you Big went difference. to listen. Okay, I was curious. I went there to listen as like up. Oh, that's the type of type neuron. on, and I, I need and to, I quietly I, left. I need
1: to listen. All right, I'm,
0: I'm, There's there's a whole bunch of recordings on the internet. Of I, I, I'll snippets. listen. Yeah, yeah. Keith Stanfield, he made a great recording. Um, there's a recording of He's Lakeith. He's
1: actually really good looking.
0: There it is. And you can hear his moaning for free.
1: Yeah, but we're not going to go there.
0: I mean, you can bookmark that on Twitter. That's fine. <laughs> and just loop it or put it on your phone and just loop the I'll
1: meditate to it.
0: Yeah, there yeah. it is.
1: Yeah,
0: that... mm. Now, Now we're having a conversation. <laughs> See? And you don't even have to be on Clubhouse.
1: Wow. There it is. Yeah. Meditation to moaning. <laughs> the new wave.
0: What a world we live in. Let's carry that into 2021, shall we?
1: Okay, here we go.
0: Hey, moans the new um. <laughs> moans the word. Moans, moans the, the word. word. That was fun. Thank you, Reverne. Sorry, thank you, Roby. I don't like calling out your government. That's not nice. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, but my government's on the show, Vixen. So people know me.
1: Yeah, but that's a play on words.
0: But hey, if you're going to be the co-host of the show, then people have to get to know that you. That was
1: kind of facetious
0: of you. No one saw the quotations until you called it out.
1: I it still sounded facetious.
0: Sounds and being is two different things. It's if sounds and meanings were beings, then we'd all be, you know, discriminatory against each other. So, <laughs> there it is. But no, Rovi, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for closing out this year.
1: Thank you for having me. The best that we can. Thank you for everyone listening. This
0: is a chock-full show, so I hope you guys enjoy. Hope you got some laughs. Hope we got some laughs, because we we brought it. We brought ourselves. I'm glad that um, we can ring out t- 2020 um, on a high note.
1: 2020 was definitely going to be ended on a high note. And yeah. you have to make that choice.
0: Pretty much. I, I'm i just... I'm not even on some... Oh my God, th- thank God 2020 is over. It's just like, you know what... We went through something together as a world, and um, I have much more respect for myself and things around me, and just I'm extremely grateful for what's to come. That's it. That's all I got. Don't want to get into a big, long speech. Thank you all for listening. This year, especially for the podcast, has been quite the transition. out to Stephen and Naima. Despite them not being hosts on the show anymore, I still appreciate them and, you know, the, road that was carved from then to now.
1: Shout out.
0: And um yeah, I'm just glad that I was able to like pick up the mantle and carry the show to where it is now and
1: you kudos know, to you.
0: Build it up. Shout out to all the guests that have been on the show this year. Shout outs to Definitely shouting out
1: during yeah, this pandemic.
0: Shout, definitely shout outs to y'all because y'all have made the show definitely what it is. You know, hit four years this year, what a milestone. Uh not woo much podcast could say that. And yeah, I just I'm looking forward to being more consistent. I'm looking forward to some dope-ass conversations. And I'm just looking forward to y'all continuing to get to know me and listening to this show. And, you know, hopefully, once again, our quote-unquote co-host here...
1: Okay, we're not going to do that with the, the quotes and the unquotes. Like, you know... It's about consistency. It's about this is co-host, a, this, period. This is
0: a weekly operation.
1: What was the reason? <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Well, all I'm saying is, if you are down, then I will gladly accept you as quote unquote.
1: Oh my God, is this a formal like?
0: This is the, uh, no paperwork has been signed yet. Oh, okay. But but if you guys, you know
1: what, if, if everything's cool, I'm here. Even if I'm not, I'll still come in and stop by and speak about things. Well, and... all
0: I will say is that I would love for you to be the host of the show if you are willing to commit.
1: Oh, I need some time to think about it. I'll let you know in
0: 2021. Longer. Longer. <laughs> well, guys, first and last <laughs> time, uh, you know, uh, make sure to follow her on social media. Do you want to tell people where to follow you? or Is that still private information?
1: <laughs> uh, it's where am I? Uh, I'm on Twitter. Yes, I admit that. At N-R-E-V-O-R.
0: Is there a question mark at the end of that? No, handle, no or? question mark. Because you you sounded like you I
1: had to spell it out. It's, I, I it's, can't pronounce it. It's, not,
0: your, it's your handle. So it's
1: how, my <laughs> So how how are you having trouble
0: spelling out your handle?
1: It's for Instagram and Twitter at N R E V O R. I had to visualize it. It's oh, my name backwards.
0: Mm, I see.
1: I, I never pronounced it. Maybe you could pronounce it for me. Not
0: not right now. Okay. We're not
1: to okay. It. We're not gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna
0: be put in the description so people will be able to follow you at their own risk.
1: Their own risk. You know, I'm going to change everything right now. Are we
0: going to unlock our accounts?
1: <laughs> it's um yeah.
0: Don't worry the plan. Come on. Yeah, Open, yourself.
1: Commitment.
0: Open yourself.
1: Open
0: yourself. Yeah, Open. Let people get yeah. to know the real you. Mm-hmm. Bur, 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 bur. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say new year, new you? Hey, if worse comes to worse, there's the block button.
1: (laughs) Listen. Some
0: things don't change.
1: You trying you're really trying to make me queen of the block.
0: I mean come on.
1: I don't do it maliciously.
0: Do it intently then.
1: It's do it intentionally.
0: Do it intentionally. For the culture.
1: It feels so good when you press that block button. (laughs) What?
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, what a, what a, who created this I personally don't block because I want the haters to, to see me and continue following me
1: what is this haters you have
0: I have I have people that hate my guts big hate my guts
1: I that's sad love is love love is love I'm all for love and positivity
0: I, I love I love everyone who's accepting of love as I've said on this podcast I love love
1: yeah but
0: some people probably just don't see me in that way and that's fine
1: like, like, I've been telling people, you can be the juiciest peach in the world. There is somebody who just doesn't like peaches.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everyone. Oh, uh, make sure to follow the podcast do on no harm. social. <laughs> 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 make sure to follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts as well as on Instagram and on Twitter uh, as well. And thank you all for this great year. Thank Uh, you. Let's wrap 2020 in a bow, and let's uh, do this again next week and next year.
1: See you next year.
0: All right. Later, y'all.
1: Definitely sophisticated ignorance, and I'm fucking with it.